Today is the day that we've been dreaming of for 207 nights. For 207 days, we had to act like we cared about basketball and baseball and soccer and grand juries and grand juries and anything else that could occupy our minds to get us through the day. But all that ends today, doesn't it? Today is the day. Today, the NFL kicks off what's going to be its greatest season of all time. When Josh Allen and his avatar prototype-looking-ass body rumbles into Los Angeles as this year's Super Bowl favorites to take on the reigning, defending, undisputed Super Bowl champ. Hey, who's who in the NFL returns for the Rams in a pursuit? A fucking two of them things. They will be back-to-back MVPs fresh off ayahuasca trips ready to blaze. Like weed, was a new trail with new weapons. The AFC West has rode into Broncos country, let's ride. A new era, loaded from top to bottom. There's rookies ready to rattle some shit. There's grizzled vets. The Cincinnati Bengals are a thing now. A real thing. They're actually building an indoor practice facility right now. Colts brought in an astronaut. Bill Belichick is calling plays. The storylines are endless. The drama is guaranteed. An electric 2022 NFL season starts tonight. Bills, Rams, 820 Eastern, NBC. Let's go! We are back, baby! have made it through a long agonizing off season of caring about things that we don't actually care about all to get to this evening 8:20 eastern as i said in that video in a voice memo that at boston connor cut just last night we are all the way back and we got a great one the bills and the rams are going to be electrifying some people think the first game of the season is going to be the last game of the season we have two great guests today joining us joey burrow will be here in about 11 minutes obviously he played in the super Bowl last year. Mm. Can't wait to chat with him about his thoughts on the team, the Bengals as a whole, in his life as an NFL superstar. Yeah. Andrew Whitworth, reigning, defending, undisputed Super Bowl champion of the Los Angeles Rams last year. Walter Payton, man of the year. He'll be joining us in the third hour. AJ Hawk will be here. The boys are here. It's an amazing day. We hope you are having a great morning thus far. The Toxic Table at Ty Schmidt at Boston Connor looking fantastic. Boys, we are here. We fucking made it. We Ty. did it. We made it. I mean, there were a couple days there, you know, where you'd see Connor's countdown to kick off and we'd still be at you know 120 100 and we tell ourselves hey we're almost there it doesn't seem that bad and then you realize it's about three months away but we are here and what a, what a treat tonight what a good game to get it started yeah. i'm so fucking excited it's unbelievable zero days till nfl football uh-huh. at boston right. connor your twitter account has become you know kind of an escape a sanctuary for people wondering mm-hmm. when this day will come we appreciate your service of changing that every single day we're at zero days let's go Bob. feel amazing i mean i can't believe we're actually here you know for what seven months we were talking about absolutely nothing and then now that it's all well, over we're talking about stuff 
Sure, yeah, there's a, there's a few cool things in there. The alien stuff was cool for a little bit. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. some of the baseball stuff was cool with the trumpets and all that, but now we have things well, that we yeah. can actually talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? Well, Jerry Curse Seinfeld the said the trumpet's the problem, but oh, yeah. he's Jerry. a Mets fan. I, I became a Mets fan because of the trumpets. Jerry Seinfeld is not happy as a Mets fan yeah. because of the trumpets. Mm. It's certainly a little bit of a disagreement, but we don't even have to cover that every single day like <laughs> we had to for a bit because after tonight, we'll be talking about NFL action. NFL outcomes, NFL seasons. Who's going to go on to have the greatest season of their life and be memorialized forever and etched in the history books of the greatest league on earth forever? And who will be a disappointment? Hmm. Who will be a letdown? Who will tell their fans, we don't give a fuck about your happiness. We're going to lose every goddamn game. Mm-hmm. There's a chance it could be anybody for both sides of the coin there yep. at Tone Diggs. Let's have a fucking night, pal. Let's have a fucking night. It's, I mean... It's hard to picture a better matchup in the Super Bowl champs versus the odds-on favorite for the Super Bowl this year. Two incredible quarterbacks, two incredible defenses in L.A. on NBC. It's going to be a fucking hell of a night. Very excited about it. And I think even guys in the NFL and coaches and players, whenever this night comes, they're like, all right, here we go. We're in the season. A lot of eyes are going to be on tonight's game. Let's assume it'll be 40-some million, yeah, maybe 50-some million. Probably. Everybody probably. else's ratings are kind of ding. <laughs> You know, like this? Mm-hmm. The NFL is just, how yeah. you doing? Oh, Preseason yeah. games are b- rating better than every other sport's everything. Tonight's going to be massive. Ozzy Osbourne's going to be performing. Hell the yeah. Jay Bolvin's going to be going before That's the right. game. Woo. And Tanish is going to be singing the national anthem. And we got Mike Tarico, Chris Collinsworth on the call, the entire NBC team. All eyes are on this game. Darius, there's just a certain feeling when you Hell wake yeah. up in the morning. I took a great dump this morning. Hell yeah. Could have gone no white. Really? Did one, oh, wow. Did one. Just to be safe. That, yeah, Not just as natural. But this morning, no white poop came out. The air, oh my God. Does that smell like lavender all of a sudden? Uh, it feels like I'm relaxed and comfortable and excited. We are back in our time. It is a great day today, D-Butt. And I think everybody's experiencing that right now. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome day. We waited so long. Uh, the offseason, though, the offseason was electric. A lot of people moved around. A lot of quarterbacks, uh, receivers, a lot of big-time names. It was an offseason like we've never seen. Um, clean slate for everybody. Everybody has Super Bowl aspirations. Tone talked about it earlier. The matchup, it couldn't be a better matchup to kick it off. So, I mean, I can't fucking wait for the night. Me neither. I'm, I, I, as somebody who has to talk about this thing every single uh-huh. day, I'm very excited that there's real stuff, things of substance to chit-chat about. For instance, the Rams were able to bring back basically everybody. Now, Whitworth retired. They just signed an extension to the right tackle, Havenstein, which we will ask Whitworth about here uh-huh. in hour three. He'll know better than anybody what type of dog he is. But they bring back everybody but Odell Beckham Jr. That team is reloaded. Now, there's $20 million a year allegedly offered to Sean McVay to commentate on Thursday Night Football for Amazon. Damn. He said, I had to hear if somebody was going to say that was available, but how All could right. I leave this team with every Everybody seemingly being on the same page, being in their prime. There was a time when Aaron Donald, you know, mm-hmm. the guy who uh, sacked the guy that's going to be joining us in six minutes to win the Super Bowl officially, mm-hmm. with the ring on uh-huh. his hand right here, he was thinking about contemplating retirement. Sure. I assume it was one of those conversations where it was like, hey, look, Matthew Stafford's elbow is going to be better than ever because he's going to get the sh- uh, elbow surgery that Clayton Kershaw got, who he went to high school with, that's and right. it's going to make his elbow feel better than it's ever felt in his entire NFL career. Aaron Donald's like, are you, are, are you serious with that? He's like, yeah. 
Stafford's elbow is about to be better than it's ever been. So everything we heard about thrower's elbow and shit, he might have had that, but it got fixed. He got surgery. Mm-hmm. He feels better now than he's ever felt in his entire life. Cooper Cup, we're going to extend him. He and Matthew Stafford are going to uh, continue to grow. We're going to bring back all of our dogs on the defensive side. This team is going to ready to go on a run. Maybe a new dynasty, Aaron. Donald, why don't you come back? He says, you got it. Take somebody's helmet off at practice from the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Takes another helmet off, starts swinging that thing around. Almost raises hell, but I think that's because the tensions were high. Everybody couldn't wait to get to this moment, to this night. And then if you look at the Buffalo Bills, they're a team that has no idea. I think that they're the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. Take, uh, talk to Stephon Diggs, who got paid. Fucking yeah. Paid. Just got paid. Congratulations to him. We talked to him and said there's nothing to know. We don't even know. We haven't won a damn thing yet. Tonight is going to be electrifying. Sometimes the first game can be a little bit of a dud. You know, you look back, there's been some blowouts. The stats say that the home team is going to cover and win or whatever over the last 20 years or 20 opening games. But tonight it feels like these offenses are relatively the same as they were last year. Mm-hmm. They added some pieces. Now, will they be able to put up numbers and make an electrifying game? That I think it's going. To, I think the NFL is going to be... Very just like how college started with the upset in Ireland, I guess mm-hmm, that's how yeah. it started. Yeah. But with the backyard brawl, the way that game went with the environment that it was, mm-hmm. and then into like four straight nights of just like Bang. games, 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 games. I think the NFL is about to have that too tonight. I think this is gonna be an electrifying game. If Josh Allen can somehow get better, which is what everybody's saying has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Matthew Stafford's healthier than ever. D-butt, this might be a long night for those DBs. Is, is that what we're all thinking? Are we so, all thinking the hey, same thing? It, hey, they gonna jump. They got to jump fresh off the porch out there in Buffalo. <laughs> These young guys, you know, they're going to have their hands full. Obviously, Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson on that side of things. <laughs> then even on the other side, it's going to be some young guys playing in the secondary as well when you're uh, thinking about Diggs, Davis, Knox and then the weapon that Josh Allen is. So it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be electric. These off these offensive masterminds have been creating game plans and plays all offseason. They haven't been able to run it in the preseason. So now we'll see like real football, real shit. I mean, new play caller in Buffalo. Is that going to change mm-hmm. anything you think there is? Yeah. I mean, it's changed a lot. I mean, Brian Dayball and you can't um you can't discredit the impact that he's had on Josh Allen too. Obviously, Stefan Diggs coming over plays a huge role in that. But, um, you know, Brian Dayball, that, you got to be a great coach to have a quarterback make that type of jump. But Ken Dorsey's familiar. He's been in the building. Stephon Diggs, he speaks very highly of him. So I think things will change, but they'll definitely still be successful. I'm, like, about to explain, like, levitate right now. Oh, yeah. The thought of us even talking about an actual game that fucking Ooh. matters is just a life changer. Is everybody on the same page as us, Tone Diggs, in the betting department? Is everybody thinking the over is about to hit and the offenses are about to go banana land? So, because this could, the over-under right now is at 51.5. Things have been moving. I mean, things oh, have been yeah. moving. Odds for players getting yards and uh, touchdowns and everything. I think the sports books maybe are in the same position we are. Now, we might look back at the game and go like, of course those motherfuckers knew exactly mm-hmm. what was going to happen. But it feels like they could be had right now. Absolutely. I, it feels like FanDuel can be had right now with a lot of the numbers and a lot of the odds that are happening. Is the over the favorite in this particular game? The public game? is always on the over, and they're 75% on the over tonight Damn. as well. Okay. All right. That's a lot. Well. Public does not bet the under ever, though. So. Sometimes they're right too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, all the time, over all the time, happen. all the time. We can't, we can't get too yeah. down on that whole thing. They're on the Bills too, so yeah. which okay. public's on the Bills. It yeah. is time. Oh yeah, Ooh, that's surprising. It is time for us to. Uh, I guess I'll make this pick later with AJ and Darius to make it official. But you're going to see that we put a parlay up here uh, on Fanduel today. Mm. 
Let's start hot. He's going to the name in the parlay. Because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. we already won, you know, the West Virginia cover against Pitt with JT Daniels. We knew that was going to happen. Sure. Mm-hmm. That easy. was easy. That was easy. We're on no football, no big deal. Got good mojo. We tried to do some other preseason stuff. FanDuel wasn't accepted. Said no, yeah, right. we, But what, we would have been two more in O. Sure. We, That's right. So technically, mm-hmm. in our minds, we're three and O. Yep. Going into the to picks in this season with FanDuel. I got the Rams winning tonight. Whoa. When I read that Matthew Stafford's elbow is better than it's ever fucking been, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's healthier and feels better than it's ever been, I immediately was like, oh, okay. Sean McVay's going to try to introduce Allen Robinson into that offense, just oh, yeah. like he did with Odell Beckham Jr. last year. Odell Beckham his first week with the Rams, if you do recall. The first seven attempts went right to Odell Beckham Jr. They were trying to get him a touchdown, and they had Cooper Cup on the goddamn team, mm-hmm. who would go on not only win the triple crown of yards, touchdowns, Bye. and catches, Bye. he also had Yak. He was the Yak King as well. The guy won the Mount Rushmore of all the wide receiver awards last year, and in the first game for Odell Beckham Jr., all he did was target Odell Beckham Jr. to make him know, like, hey, Sean McVay was a wide receiver in college, That's still right. runs routes. He's got a good stick, too, Dang. I do believe. Yeah, I, I think he's doing that in practice. Fuck Yeah, I think. I don't know. Can he cut it on his left? I don't know. There's some guys that only got one or the other. You know what I mean? But he's going to want Allen Robinson to know, hey, when you're on this team, you're going to get the ball. So the parlay that we are putting on the FanDuel to put our – you know, season record on the line for the first time. Sure. That's right. And we've been bamboozled Many times. by some of these parlays yeah. in the past. This is the year where we don't lose one. Hell yeah. Tonight, Cooper Cup's going to score a touchdown. What? Allen Robinson's going to score a touchdown. What? The Rams are going to win. What? Matthew Stafford's going to throw for 225 plus mm-hmm. because 225 now is like the old school 110 yards. Yeah. And Josh Allen's going to throw for 225 plus. That's plus 800 and something. Ooh. We're starting on the feet. I like it a Let's lot. You just hearing it for the first time. Yeah. You were doing man to man podcast yep. as this decision was getting made. You like that, right? I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. I love it. That's it. Now you're just banking on the Rams winning. Right. But. I, that was my pig anyway. You know, oh. nothing changed. Even whenever you heard Matthew Stafford's elbows all the way, but that's what changed. Me. I, and I, that could be bullshit. You know, any anytime I hear somebody say I feel better than I've ever felt before, I automatically think bullshit. But you know, <laughs> it is, it's, it's week one, so even if he's feeling the same, you know, it's 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 good. And now that first year, that was only his first year with Cooper Cup, so who knows what they have up their sleeve this year? But now Allen Robinson, that red zone. Who do you double? Who do you guard? Love that part. A whole other uh, off season of. Cup and Stafford, yep. too, just doing their thing, right? Man. What was the big story? They, they get in the building 5.30 a.m. together. Uh-huh. You guys are watching film. They, he, Cooper Cup, former quarterback, he's seeing the field the same way that Matthew Stafford is, and then it came in big against Tampa mm-hmm. with the long ball down Ooh, the middle, sure. let alone the rest of the season and other moments that we probably didn't even recognize. was like, oh, that's off script. That's not exactly how it was supposed to go. Feels like the Rams are going to start off hot, but what the fuck do we know, Connor? Yeah, well, I mean, Cooper Cup, we can't forget, signed his extension this offseason with a Matthew Stafford jersey on, so their mojo is better than ever. And the Bills' number one corner, who they paid you know top dollar last year, he's not playing tonight. So it's a rookie cornerback, and then another guy who's been in the league for a couple years, only has one career interception. So it's <sighs> like you kind of have to look at that, just like last year with the Bucks, where we thought you know Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. Then we forgot corners weren't great for the Bucks, and then Ceedee Lamb and Amari Cooper were on the other side of the field. So look at us learning from our mistakes. Yeah, we got to remember. To, we are getting you know, get older. Better. We are getting smarter. Yes. We're more mature. Uh-huh. We are wiser. Yes, just like the man that's showing us right now he's obviously a Heisman winner has maybe the greatest college quarterback season on record of all time 
He's a national champion. Last year, he went to the Super Bowl. Two years ago, he only played half the season, but everybody said, hey, this is that motherfucking guy. Yeah. I got a chance to meet him at the UFC. Had no idea who he was for the first 30 seconds because I thought to myself, who is the coolest motherfucker I've ever met this human standing right in front of me? Might have had some vitamins in my system as well, but he was just that. Incredibly handsome. He's an Ohio fuck, so we know what that means. Ladies and gentlemen, all-star superstar quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, Joey Burrow. Yeah! What's up, dude? What's going on? Hey, you don't take that offensive, right? Because you are an Ohio fuck. Like, Ohio guys are a certain way. I mean, that's just how it is. That's the way we are. It is what it is. Hey, let's talk about your life, man. Because it is, as a, you coming on, we're very thankful you're on the show, buddy. Thank you, man. We're big fans, obviously have been for a long time. So, did somebody just, is everybody okay? I don't know what just happened. Uh, Did did something just explode? I don't know. Okay. Um, So I looked into your life a little bit more. Five years ago, Joey, you had transferred. You're starting at LSU. 16 touchdowns, five picks. Okay? Uh, obviously went to a state championship in Ohio. You didn't win it, but you were at Ohio State. Never got on the field. You transferred to LSU. 16 touchdowns, five, to- uh, five picks. That was five years ago. Then, one year later, we got 60 fucking touchdowns and like two picks or something like that. You win a national championship. You win a Heisman. You get drafted back to Ohio to the Bengals. First year, you get hurt. You come back. You go to a Super Bowl. I mean, your life, dude, in in five yeah. years is insane. Have you? How have you handled it? And what is life like now in the NFL, being the fucking superstar that you are? It's been crazy. It's been a crazy four years, from the lowest of the lows to the highest of the highs. Like you said, it's. Uh, I've had to learn how to deal with a lot. I've had to learn how to deal with the position that I'm in now. It's not easy, um, but I got great people around me that you know help me handle all the fame and attention that comes with being who I am now. Uh, but it's, it's come complete 180 from where it was, you know, like you said, four or five years ago. Okay, so now you are a superstar, especially in Ohio. We talked to AJ, and AJ's like, yeah, in Ohio, like every kid wants to be Joe Burrow. Yep. Like that is just how it is. And you gave an answer the other day, like, yeah, I would like to go to a dive bar maybe every <laughs> once in a while. Uh, do you, you, what, at what point did you just ex, like, accept the fact that you're Joey Burrow? You know, like what, what, at what point did you say, it's a whole new world now, I just have to respect this, appreciate it, acknowledge it, and then I can move on with my life? Did it, was there a night where you went out and it was like, oh, this is no longer fun anymore? more was there an interaction or was it just something natural that came to you yeah i would say it was probably you know it was crazy when i got into the league when i got drafted but then after you know the run we had last year it's just a whole whole new level this last six months and so i've really had to focus on you know what is important to me and what i want to do with my weekends because you know i got to pick and choose the activities that i do i can't just go out and do whatever i want and you got to plan and, and do all that. Uh, so really, this year it's just a it's just taken off. Do you enjoy it? Do you did you expect it? And uh, how is it? You know, like do you, is it something that has changed your life? Obviously, mightily. Are you just a homebody now? Do you just watch film all fucking day? Is that just what your life is now, Joey? Yeah, I basically stay at home for the most part. I'm not I'm not going out and do, going to dinner much. I'll order takeout at all the best restaurants. Cincinnati, great restaurants. Oh, yeah. But I'll order, order takeout, eat it at the house, not doing a ton. When I do, it's uh, it's a lot. 
got to have the right people around me for sure. Hey, this is life at the top of the mountain. You took the Bengals almost there. I mean, the Bengals go from winning four games, you get hurt that rookie year, all the way to the Super Bowl. Your team is now motivation and inspiration for fan bases in Detroit and in other cities. Like, hey, the team went from four wins to the Super Bowl. Why do you think you guys were able to make such a big leap? Obviously, you were hurt. You're playing the entire season. And how do you guys continue to grow on that and not like kind of rest on your yawnies? You know what I mean? How do you continue to get better? I mean, we, we drafted great the last three or four years. I mean, all the young players that we have were a young team have really, for the most part, panned out. I mean, my draft class was me, T, Logan Wilson, Akeem Davis, and then we had Jamar last year. I mean, all of our draft picks have, have really hit for us. And, you know, when you have that kind of success rate, you're going to be really good. And, you know, we're all really young players. I don't think any of us were satisfied with how the last year ended, let alone how it started. You know, we weren't great at the beginning of last year. We were about a 500 team. And we, we want to be more consistent throughout the year and you know, win the games we're supposed to win. We're competitive on all of them, but we want to be able to pull those out at the end, turn the ball over less early in the year, just be more consistent. I heard some uh, a quote that said Joey Burrow was not happy. Is it Joey or jo- Joey? Do I call you Joey? You can call me whatever you want. My friends from from back home, a lot of them call me Joey. And then from college on, they've kind of called me Joe, but all the friends from home call me Joey. Joey. If I get to say Joey, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like we're uh, a part of the group. So there was a quote that came out, and I forget who released the article, but it said uh, Joey did not like the why not us mantra because the why not us mantra is like, hey, you don't expect to be there. Have you always been that type of dude? And when do you think you became like the, hey, it's we're fucking here. It's not we're at their game. It's our thing. Is that just something you've naturally evolved into after you become a Heisman winner and first-round draft pick and everything like that? Or is that how you have always been, Joe? Yeah, obviously confidence grows as you, you know, get more accolades and play, you know, as well as I feel like I did the last half of last year and going back to college, but – you know, confidence uh, was was tough to come by when I was at Ohio State and <laughs> fighting for for reps in practice and not getting on the field. And so, obviously, that grows with with time and reps and and playing well. But you know, before that, I felt like I I, I always played like that in every sport that that I participated in. Um, but it's obviously grown. Man, we are lucky that Joe Burr is all the way back. You know, you go down to the bayou and become a fucking dog that the entire world gets to experience and realize. You said the back half of the season last year, so that would be a year and a half into your NFL career. Obviously, you got hurt, so you didn't finish your entire first season. What was it you think that made you play better? Confidence? Was Was the defense something that took you a while to figure out? Like, how was your adjustment into being an NFL quarterback from college? I would say just understanding how to win in the NFL. You know, every game is going to be close and every game calls for something different from me. You know, I might have to throw for 500 yards to to win a game, but I also, you know, the game might call for me to throw for 150 yards and not turn the ball over and and let our run and our run game and our defense play really well like they did. And, you know, every game calls for something different. So you got to figure that out throughout the game. You can usually figure it out pretty quickly and, you know, go from there. Hey, let's not throw for 150, okay? I drafted you on my fucking fantasy team. It's my first time playing fantasy, okay? First time playing fantasy. Who's the quarterback we want? Joey Burrow, please. So let's – I understand – 
Let's make sure there's no games that call for you to fucking not. Okay, <laughs> but nonetheless, I appreciate the evolution of, hey, it's not about putting up numbers. It's about winning games in the NFL. What has Zach Taylor been like? What is he as a, just as a mentor? He's not that old. I feel like that's a, a pretty good age to have uh, in your ear. What has your relationship been with uh, or been like with him? Because there was times, this show included, where it was like, is this guy a fucking coach? I mean, his first couple years, not a lot of wins. And then, boom, you guys go to the Super Bowl. What's he like on the day-to-day, especially for you? Honestly, couldn't have asked for a better situation to come into. All of our coaches have experience and whether it's at the college level or the pro level, you know, everything has been awesome. They, you know, the communication from Zach to our offensive coordinator, Brian, to our quarterback coach, Pitch, to offensive line, offensive line coach, everything is, the communication is unbelievable. We have a relationship with the coaches that I think is probably rare, at least from my experience playing football. You know, we're, we're friends, but also enough respect on each side to, know when it's time to lock in and, and pay attention during meetings and on the field, and then know when it's time to have fun and crack jokes. And so we get our work in, but we also have a lot of fun. So it's uh, it's been a great great two years, great situation to come into. How was the appendicitis? Everything okay? I, fucking, I mean, we didn't like hearing Scared. that. We didn't like hearing that yeah. at all, dude. Everything all that right? That wasn't very fun. I was in the hospital for about five or six days. Um, so I got out of there and felt weak and slow and couldn't really move and – so that wasn't very fun. No, that was not the not the way I wanted to start the the training camp off with. Yeah, but you're an Ohio guy. A little adversity. <laughs> Go to the hospital, uh-huh. no big deal. Come back, run gassers in a, in a golf cart. Yeah, of course. You know, do that entire thing. Be a part of the team. Did you feel like you missed anything, or how do you feel like training camp is? Because remember last year, right? You, what was it last year? No, this year. Last year. Last year, the Jamar offense. Chase couldn't catch a fucking yeah, NFL right. ball. Yep. The offense was terrible. Remember, the offense yeah, uh-huh. was so bad. And you said, well, that was the first. Things have changed. Like, you actually said that. This training camp, did you guys uh, pick up where you left off? Was there a little bit of rust early? Or how do you feel about where you are this year as opposed to maybe a year ago? Light years ahead from where we were a year ago. I mean, we had Jamar coming in. We had new offensive linemen this year that um, oh, yeah. I'm really happy with. They've been everything you could have hoped for and more just on the field in the locker room everything uh and then the main thing for me mentally i'm all good you know i'm two third year in the system you know we have we have our plays seeing you know most of the looks that you can see and so we know where we're getting there the main thing for me coming back after the appendicitis was just getting back to the way i was feeling pre-surgery physically you know hitting my speed marks getting stronger getting my weight back Oh. And all that. Oh, we're fast, huh? We're speed marks. What are you, like 20 miles an hour? We actually have speed marks? We got some speed marks this year. Last year, you know, we weren't, run- we weren't running that fast. This year, we can move a little bit. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> okay. Are we doing MPH here? Are we doing miles per hour? Or are we just doing times? Yeah, we're not on the metric system over here, so we got miles per hour. <laughs> I don't know if you're fucking like four, five, four, six. You're actually hitting M- miles per hour. What is, what is the highest of the uh, training camp for Joey Burrow? Uh, 20.8. Wow. Speeding in a school zone. Let's go. Look at you. What an absolute stallion this guy is. Uh, The boys have some questions for you. Is that all right? Talk to me. 
Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Joe, are there any uh, like members around the facility, whether they've been there for a while as a trainer or something, that have thanked you for finally getting the Bengals to build an indoor practice facility? Or <laughs> is that something that you just expected to happen once you guys went to the Super Bowl? It's wild. Congrats. Yeah, that's, uh, that's something that I think will help us this year once we get to uh, January and February. So you know, we're not having to practice out in the, in the snow and the teens and low fives. So I think that'll help us. Um, so that, that'll be good. I think it's the field is done. I think it should be ready by, by winter. So we're excited about that. Here we go. Thank you. Big news. I, I'm, I don't know if you've heard. I assume you have. I've been banging that drum for a long time on this show. Hey, this Cincinnati Bengals team has a team. They are young. They are good. Let's not make them have to, you know, time in between lacrosse and field hockey practice at the University of Cincinnati Dome before they go to the fucking Super Bowl. And they did it. Hey, to their credit, they did it. I mean, that is, they sold sponsorship to the stadium. They're building an indoor facility. It feels like there's a real wave of opportunity happening in in the Bengals. Can you feel it in there? What are the conversations like? Because yeah. You, you got to give credit to the people upstairs because they they feel we feel it in the locker room the the change in mentality you know just like the the change in culture in the locker room we can feel it in upstairs as well you know it's you know they're more involved the Blackburns are more involved Elizabeth has been great um, the I don't know if you've been to a game but the production on game day is is night and day from when I came to a game when I was little and so it's fun it's fun on game day. You know, stuff is, is changing in the locker room. you got to give credit upstairs, drafting, off-season work, getting us what, what we need in the training room, weight room, everything. So it's been awesome. Nine-year NFL vet Darius Butler, your question for Joe Burrow. Hey, Joey, man, going into year three, I mean, you play, you play like a 10-year vet when you're out there. How much input does Zach uh, Taylor, head coach, let you get in the uh, offensive game plan going into Sundays? Yeah, you know, when I said I couldn't have asked for a better situation, that's what I was talking about. Even, you know, my first year in the system, they were asking me, hey, what about this route? What do you think of this split? You know, if and not just me, you know, if I if Jamar or T or TB goes to, to Zach and says, hey, I don't I don't really like this split on this route. Or what if I run this route like this? You know, and as long as they got a good reason for it, and it doesn't affect the play. It's going to yeah. get done. Because I think what our coaches do a really good job of is understanding that we're the ones out there executing the play against the defense, and you know sometimes we know how, how to get it done. And you know our coaches give us a great game plan to go out and execute each week. But we also have a lot of freedom out there on on, the, on Sundays to play free and you know not second guess a decision. If I go up to the line and see something and change the play completely, it's not going to. I'm not going to go off the field and get cussed out. We're going to talk about it and understand why I did what I did. What could I get to that might be better next time against that certain coverage? And it's a it's a give and take. It's, it's been great. Oh, Joey Omaha Burrow. Darius, what are you saying? Now, speak, speaking of that coverage in that defense, a couple uh, slept on people I love on that defense, Mike Hilton in the slot, and then uh, Jesse Bates, who I think you know should be obviously one of the highest-paid safeties in the league. Obviously not your call. But talk to me about Jesse Bates, man, what he brings to that team on the field and off the field from your perspective. Yeah, everyone sees what he brings on the field. He's a, a playmaker. He's going to do exactly what he's supposed to every single play. He's going to get PBUs. He's going to get interceptions. He's going to get people in the right spot. And then what people don't see is the locker room. And Jesse's one of the best people I've ever been around. Hard worker, great teammate, easy to hang with, great person. Just 
you couldn't have asked for a, a better all-around football player in person than Jesse. And then Mike Hilton, in my opinion, is the best nickel in the league. Dog. 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 Absolute dog. Love you, Mike. <laughs> he, is, he is an absolute stud. Who did we talk to? We talked Miss to D Mike. Coordinator Miss last year, right? Remember D Coordinator said. Oh, yeah. 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 Paisano. Yeah. Right? yeah. You guys got defense coordinator, Paisano. He came on. He's like, Mike Hilton is yeah. the guy. Like, nobody's even talking about him. And I think the world will start paying attention more, especially whenever you have Super Bowl appearances. Uh, whenever I asked you earlier about why you think this team has undergone this wave of success that it's had, you said you think that you've hit on the draft uh, you know, the last few years. So that would, uh, you know, imply like a younger team. And then you talk about how much you love Jesse Bates there. And I know Hendrickson's around. He's an old man, you know. He's got an old grizzled vet hands out there. But it seems like your team loves each other. The Jamar Chase draft pick was allegedly specifically because you love the guy and because they wanted to listen to you. And he's obviously a fucking unbelievable football player. The whole world is getting to witness it again. But what is it about Jamar that made you two so close? And is that kind of how the whole team is? Is it like a college feel over there? It really is. You know, when we're in the locker room, it, I have no problem hanging out with the D-line, eating lunch with them, the DBs, the receivers, the O-line, and everything in between. It's, uh, I would say that's rare. I haven't really felt that complete team unity at all um, since I've been playing. We have great people in the locker room. And I really think, you know, that's what it takes to win at the highest levels. When oh, yeah. you get to the playoffs, when it gets to crunch time in the fourth quarter, you're going to want to be in the foxhole with guys you trust, guys you like, guys that you've hung out with after a game and watched Sunday night football with after a win. And, you know, we do that together. And so it's – I think that's rare, and that's what it comes down to at the end of the day, winning and losing. You guys go into Tennessee last year. You go into Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, just on the road, biggest games. That Tennessee Titans team was just a like a bunch of dogs over there. Thought the Titans were going to beat you guys. Everybody on earth did. Then you go to Kansas City. No way. No chance. No fucking way in Kansas City you're going to be able to do it. You guys didn't even blink. Do you think it's because you guys didn't know what you didn't know, or do you think it's because you guys were just a bunch of fucking legends over there? Honestly. Maybe a little both. I, uh, <laughs> I think, you know, I said it last year during the run. You know, we didn't, we didn't know how hard it was to win in the playoffs. We were just out there. We're a young team. A lot of guys hadn't been in that position before. We were just out there playing one game at a time. You know, the playoff atmosphere might be a little different, but, you know, when you get out there, the speed of the game is about the same. And we went out there and, and executed. You know, we didn't. We didn't know what we didn't know, like you just said. Do you or do you know who Alec Honnold is? No. <laughs> okay. So he's this uh like rock climber, mountain climber, cliff climber guy. They made a documentary about him. You watch the documentary, like I get like sweaty palms, like get uncomfortable watching it because they have like drone shots of him with no rope, okay? Like two thousand feet in the sky on a, on the side of a like a sheet of rock, basically. And they started talking to him a little bit more. He didn't. He was missing the thing in your brain that tells you you're supposed to be scared. Okay, so that like that is amygdala. What's that? Yeah, amygdala. Yeah, the medulla oblongata <laughs> connected to the, the amygdala yeah. has no idea. Are you always? Is there mount? Because you seem to just be. And I don't want to call you a guy like Al, Al Connell who has no feelings. You obviously have feelings. You have great personality. Yeah, this is him. This is the fucking guy right here. Yeah. No, there's no ropes. 
He's going to be dead potentially any moment here. Sure. Uh-huh. And he has no idea. He has no clue. So he always it kind of keeps him. Do you have any moments where you get like the Super Bowl? The Rock is cutting a fucking promo at the 50-yard line before kicking off against the Rams. You seem to have this demeanor. And D-Bot said like you're a 10-year vet. Is that just how you always are? Is it just how do you think that happened? Did it start? Like big moments never have really seemed to write. National championship, you what, broke four ribs or whatever? Mm-hmm. No, it just came back. No big deal. What do you think you can attribute that to, you think? I think my parents raised me around football. I kind of always understood. I mean, you, you were around back in the day. The, the culture around football was a little different than it was today. Um, <laughs> you, get, you get hurt. Doesn't matter. Go back out there and play. I mean, what's the what's the big deal? So that's kind of what I grew up around, and you know, I pride myself on on my toughness and, and playing every snap in high school all the way to to where I am now. Um, yeah, that's just kind of how it's always been. And I pride myself on my preparation, so when we get in those moments, I'm not falling back on something I haven't prepared for. I I, I understand what it's going to take in that situation. I know what I'm looking at, know my offense, know my guys, and so the the rest takes care of itself. You're so cool, dude. And your hair is like a fucking perfect match with your personality. <laughs> dude, you're awesome, bro. I hope you I hope you understand you 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 can't because you're in the middle of all the shit and you can't even leave your house and you're just going to watch film and you have a legacy that you're going to have to build here and that's all going to mount on top of each other every single year. The expectation for you is going to be bigger uh, on yourself, I think, than outside. But outside, it's going to get big. You're a fucking bad motherfucker, dude. I hope you know that. Ty, your question for him. Joe, everyone saw in the Super Bowl the clip of you kind of introducing yourself to Aaron Donald, which was awesome. And uh, anytime, like, you know, speaking of Pat and, and D-Butt talking about, like, your calm demeanor and confidence out there, do you talk shit or not really? Because, you know, there will some, be some guys like Rodgers who we hear from players say how, how much it pisses them off that he's smiling and grinning out there. And then you got a guy like Brady who will go down and motherfuck someone and get in their face. Like, do you do, you do any of that or are you kind of just, you know, calm, cool, collected like the Terminator out there when you play? I never start it, but I try to finish it when I can. Oh, hell yeah. I'm not going to go out in the first quarter and start talking a bunch of trash and trying to get guys riled up. But if somebody says something to me, then uh, I'll be talking that whole game. Yeah, are, for sure. Are you going for the kill or is it just like standard, like, oh, you're slow, like, oh, we got you here? Are you going like personal for people or are you? No, I would never get, well, I would never say never, but <laughs> you never know. Whatever comes to the mind, you know. You know how trash talk is. Yeah. Whatever you want to say, you say it. That's whatever. The, yeah, that's what trash talk is. <laughs> whatever you want to say, you fucking say it. Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody? So I wonder if people like Tom Brady, people are scared to talk shit to because they know if they talk shit to him, okay, he's about to, mm-hmm. he's about to do that thing. I wonder what the th- uh, the talk is about you, about teams that you play against. I, I honestly wonder. Like, uh, let's just. Let's just keep this fucking let guy. Let him be. Just let him be. Yeah. Let's compliment the hell out of him. Let's get him going. Do you feel a switch that you flip, or do you think uh, you're kind of always locked in the same mode and trash talk is just kind of an uh, like an extra factor into it all? I'd like to get to that point where people are, are scared to talk to me. Uh, Tom is like that. Aaron is like that. Uh, I'm sure. More, I'm sure Patrick is like that. You know, a lot of guys across the league. I've kind of risen to that level. I'd love to rise to that level at some point. Maybe, maybe some of the teams that I've played so far have uh, have regretted. Oh yeah, what they've said. I'd assume. Yeah. Who said it? Who said it? Who was it? This dude's a different fucking player right now. 
That's amazing to think about all the little bullshit that happens behind the scenes. Uh, Tone Diggs has a question for you. He's a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and you have signed up to break this guy's heart for the next fucking 15 years. Yeah. Tone, your question for Joey Burrow, dude. Good luck Sunday, Joe. Um, other than that being said, you were you were quoted or kind of quoted uh, in the past saying like you like to get hit early. Oh. Obviously, you're a great guy. You're an old-school football guy, so are, so are we. Respect that. But don't you think like, hey, you've been – You've kind of been hit enough. We don't need to be hit anymore. Thank God. Football's about getting hit. Okay. What is, Joey! What is football without getting a little bumps and bruises the next day, feeling a little sore, Respect. waking up the next morning, getting a run, and getting all the kinks out? That's what football's about. Mm-mm. Joey. Don't do it. Joey. Listen, I understand, like, Andrew Luck, okay? And I don't ever say anything that because everybody knows – Andrew was unbelievable. Andrew was told a bunch of times, like, hey, we need you to do this. And he felt like he was disrespecting football. If he was to play any way different, he would feel as if he would be disrespecting football. So it was no play left behind. If he, I mean, you're working on your speed. You're trying to do that. Is that how you feel? Is that why you think the, the whole conversation for us to say and me to say literally into this microphone numerous times, Joey Burrow is tough. We get it. Get the fuck <laughs> out of the way. Is that why you think it's so hard to maybe flip the switch? And obviously, as you get older, you'll be able to avoid those things a little bit more. But do you think that's why you'll never be like the guy who just avoids all contact for the rest of your career? I just think that's how I've, I've built my career on the back of mental and physical toughness. You know, I didn't always have the, the – I had to work to get the physical gifts that I have now. I didn't always have that. And what I had was my mental and physical toughness and, and understanding how to play the game and finding the right guys. And, you know, I've, I've worked really hard to develop arm strength and speed and strength that have come as I've gotten older, but that's not how it always was. And so that's how I feel like I've built my career. Obviously, there's moments that maybe last year I dove for a first down that I wasn't really close to getting the first down and I could probably take that hit off. But <laughs> – I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna play the game the way that I play. All right. Well, I would like to let you know. Welcome <laughs> to a new way of playing the game. You do have the arm now. You do yeah, have head speed. You know, have the speed. You're fast. You know, you have the your toughness already been proven. Yeah, yeah. we know. Time we, and time we need again. you out. We need you out there. Need trust you. me. Your teammates trust me. They need you out there, and they think you're tough as fuck. Uh-huh. They know. Yes. They love. We it. know it. that Philadelphia shot uh-huh. where your head oh. was off of your body. Okay, your head. Was fucking off of your body like this, all right? That's how the guy hit you. It was. Yeah. Then you come back fucking in the game or whatever. It's like this guy is trying to kill himself yeah, out here. That was, that was the only time I will ever. That was disappointing because I I missed a play. The only time I'll ever not get up is when if my you know what it feels like when you get the wind knocked yeah. out of you. You gotta <gasps> gotta get it back for a second. And so that's the only time I'll ever stay down. And unfortunately. The wind got knocked out of me on that play, so I had to take a playoff. Wow, fucking unbelievable. <laughs> so soft, dude. I take plays off. You got to take plays off. Uh, Joey, you're unbelievable, man. We can't wait to watch you continue to grow as an NFL superstar. Thank you for taking time. Good luck this weekend. Good luck this season. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Thanks. Hey, good luck. Hey, let's, uh, you know. Let's not even come close to losing our, our breath, you know, mm-hmm. or bleeding or breaking anything. Yeah, slide. Let's just slide. Yeah. Yeah. Joey Burrow. Yeah. No, nah, he's leaving. Joey Burrow. Yeah. Back. Thought here. We, thought we were, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's here.
It is back, Diggs. I tone Diggs, one half of the hammer. Don Cowboys. I understand why you were so excited to say that word because that's how I have felt since the moment I woke up this morning. I took a poop, no wipes. I breathed (laughs) air that was fresher than ever. Mm. Water, colder and brisker and Mm. better than ever. The ride in this morning, all green lights. And that is because tonight at 8.20, we get an opportunity to watch actual NFL football. The Super Bowl favorites take on the Super Bowl champs in what is going to be an epic clash. Right now, the Bills are favored on the road to the Los Angeles Rams, who are getting two and a half points at home. Banner ceremony. Bills corners aren't healthy. Mm. Talks tables here. At Ty Schmidt, at Boston Connor. This Does it feel too obvious now? Now I'm starting to wonder because the more and more I think about it, the more and more I talk about it, Connor, we're on the Rams because that's a part of our parlay that we put on FanDuel Sportsbook today. And we're looking to go undefeated this season. Yeah. We had West Virginia plus 7.5 against Pittsburgh in a backyard brawl. That was a hit. We had two other bets that we pushed for FanDuel to put on air the boost during the preseason. They wouldn't do it because it was too... I believe the line was wishy-washy or something yeah. like the hell that. Does that mean? Whatever that means. Anyways, we would have won them. We're 3-0 right now. We're looking to go 4-0, and then we're not going to lose for the entire season. But we got Rams winning. Mm-hmm. We got Allen Robinson scoring a touchdown. Cooper Cup scoring a touchdown. Josh Allen throwing for more than 225 yards. And Matthew Stafford throwing for more than 225 yards. Matthew Stafford's elbow feels better than it's ever felt in his entire life at Darius J. Butler. That's right. That sounds believable. Yeah. What's your problem? It does. Doesn't it sound like when somebody says it, it's like, oh, this is the best it's felt in the last like two years probably. Because you don't remember how good you felt when you were 24 potentially. I told you. I always – that's bullshit. As soon as I hear it. But it's week one. So this is the best he is going to feel this season. Um, And it is Matt Stafford fresh off of Super Bowl. So – I'm excited, man. This feels like a par layup at Boston Connor. It it? Honestly, it really does feel like a par layup. I don't know why. It's maybe because I'm living in this bubble of – Euphoria right sure. now because the NFL is back. College game day in Austin, Texas this weekend. Right. I mean, I am this show. We got fucking Darius in studio. Right. We got a lot of good things happening. So, yeah. am I living in fantasy football is happening? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not saying it. You love your yeah. team. No, it's awesome. I know. I don't know who the fuck has the ability to sit through one of those drafts. Year after year after year after year, multiple people are playing in two, three leagues. And two, I think that was a short draft, right? Bro, who oh, has the short. time? Was, who has the time? It's fun. You know, it's just like playing Madden, but in real life, because you actually, you know, something's on the line. You have a, a team for an entire season. Now, inevitably, some of those teams are going to get absolutely destroyed <laughs> by the time week one is over. Injuries, all that shit. Whoa. But who cares about fantasy? I mean, we have real No, football. no, no. I, I love fantasy. The draft thing, though. I'm auto-drafting the entire time. Unless we're going to do something spectacular for the draft. Okay. I've seen uh, Omar posted on SportsCenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, this group of friends went down to Punta Cana, Mexico. Had an entire draft room. Did the entire That's thing. Fun. A commissioner. There was a jacket awarded to last year's winner. Ooh, wow. Looked like a fool. Like, I'd be cool with that because then guess what you're not doing? You're not doing a fantasy draft. You're doing a guy's trip. Yeah, you're yeah. Not on vacation. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> something to think about. But the, what we did last night, I don't think I'll ever sign up for again. We'll have to be a little bit more innovative next year. Sure. But I'm excited to do fantasy football. Mm-hmm. With all that being said, 
Does this feel like too much of a layup tonight at Boston Connor? This is not how I normally like to feel going into a bet, but I'm very confident right now. No, I don't think it's too much of a layup, especially with what Tony said with the public all on the bills. I think, you know, we have kind of a skewed perspective of the game itself because we've been talking about these goddamn teams for so long. The bills, you know, of course they are the Super Bowl favorites, but we're talking about a, a Rams team that brought back everybody minus the guy that went to Buffalo. So that's probably why, you know, we're thinking maybe it is Buffalo, but no. No. We also know that. No, we don't need that in the air right yeah, now. Well, you got you to understand. You know, it's the NFL. It's, it's Joe Burrow. It's gambling. Yeah. It's gambling. It's gambling. It's gambling. It's gambling. We're gambling. Joe yeah. just said, you know, it's hard to win in the NFL every week, but we also know that Matt Stafford and McVay in Cup just right. went through another entire offseason. Allen Robinson, we saw what they did with OBJ. Going to mm-hmm. do the same thing with Allen Robinson. Higby, they're starting running back. Cam Akers is right. finally oh, healthy after all last year being off. They oh, just signed their right tackle. Who's oh. probably got the boys going? A couple great bets too on tonight's game. We're going to win even more money. There's a plus thousand bet that you found that you love. Uh huh. Plus one thousand for each team to score a field goal and a touchdown in each half. I mean, are you kidding me? These offenses are probably two of the top five in the entire league. I mean, I feel fantastic going into tonight, and no matter what, we get to watch real football. Yeah, ten bucks wins you a hundred on that particular yeah. game, yes, and that does. could be a part of your no sweat bet for the entire Week One mm-hmm. NFL season here on FanDuel, where after you opt in, you're your next bet is a no sweat bet. You lose, you get that money back in free bets, which is basically yep. the money. Unless you're going to cash out after every fucking weekend, which I promise you, you won't. Because nope. you are not. there's too much to keep going you and have not. a good time. Mm-hmm. You get your money back in free bets. And if you win, you get to keep it and go. Let's go. Let's go. Huge. It's going to be a great night for all of us, Teichman. What? It's going to be a great night tonight, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, echo the same sentiments. The the fact that the, the public is so heavy on the bills. I mean, now, 60%. granted, would I be pissed off if Dawson Knox scored a touchdown? <laughs> Uh, no, I wouldn't. But What's also, that? well, I have him in a couple of uh, parlays myself. <laughs> you know, come, anytime come, touchdown come. score. He's got a lot going on right now. You know, I, I just think you get, get a big contract, so he wants to, you know, kind of perform in that sense. And anytime a guy loses his brother, who he seems to have been very close with, I think there's a good chance. Him and Josh Allen are very, very tight. I think there's a very good chance he shows out tonight. But also, the way your parlay is set up. If all those things happen, and if you're worried about the Rams winning potentially, like I think if Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup both catch a touchdown, the Rams are going to be in a pretty good spot, and there's a pretty good chance they're going to win. Well, that was the thing. There was also a parlay chatted about earlier in the week where maybe we're going to do people to score touchdowns, numerous people, uh-huh. and the under to potentially go. Sure. Because it was like 52 and a half or something like that. That's it. I mean, 27 24. It's a pretty high-scoring game. That's a lot of lot of touchdowns there. Yep. And there's a lot of opportunity for points. But with Matthew Stafford feeling 100%, Darius Butler, I mean, that is something. You played nine years in the NFL. A guy has just got to experience what a Super Bowl is. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that? Should we think about that with Matthew Stafford? No. Hangover? No, uh-huh. no, no, no. We shouldn't think about that nah. with Matthew Stafford, right? He's a different guy. And he, I mean, you think about Stafford and shit that he, he has play, played through throughout his career in Detroit and getting to uh, L.A. He's been through a lot. I, I think this year, though, and he's got to start with a bang. He's going to start with a bang. I believe him. Psych. Yeah, that, that, that elbow. <laughs> what, you're still on this? Damn, I'm still on the elbow, man. You think it's bad? You think it's not good? I don't think it's bad, but any, you had we, we heard about it a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, rehab with Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, you heard about it. They went to high LA. school. Yeah. Sure he was their center. how they rehab, but. He probably got better doctors than he had in Detroit, but. Definitely. Definitely. Is that what he said? That's a fact. That's no, but you said it, and now I believe it. Let's go. All positive energy. We start off positive energy. The season starting tonight. The elbow feels a thousand percent. 
Cooper Cup scores twice. Allen Robinson scores. Matt St- uh, Stafford, he can throw 225 with his left hand. I think I'm so, how are we supposed to believe you after what you just said right there? I don't what, do what, you mean? Just said. what do you mean? Positive. You, it's positive did, energy. Sure. NFL season starting tonight. Hey, Connor, where did Rodgers go? Connor, that's one. Huh? Uh, what? Where Ayahuasca? Did, where, where did Rodgers go when he had to get his toe looked at? On a trip to where uh, was that? Where, where was that? Where? LA, I think. Oh, okay. No, I think my favorite part about this, let's assume that there's good doctors in LA. There's good doctors everywhere. I don't. To be honest, I don't know what Detroit's doctors look like. Nope. I, that is 100% sure on us. Good. We should have done a little bit more Nobody's research. Nobody's ever going to Detroit to get surgery. Yeah. Well, let me um, think. I don't think so. You're at Birmingham, right? Birmingham, yeah, Alabama. Yeah, Green Colorado. Bay. Colorado. Yeah, yes. L.A. Yeah, Massachusetts, LA. best but like, you know, surgeons. I don't think country. so. But, like, Cleveland's Harvard. got really good hospitals, so let's not base the city on how good their hospitals are. No, the University think, of Michigan, great hospital. Boom. Yeah. Right That's Ann Arbor. Is that in, is that in Detroit? It's a little different. Ann Arbor. It's our billionaire kids are just walking around places. Be careful talking about doctors in Michigan. All right, it's a dark, slippery path that we don't want to get. That is a good. Hard not to argue that one. Yeah. What do you got something to say about Doctor Nasser, pal? No, it's day one of NFL, and that's what we're talking about. Joining us now is a man who knows all about probably every doctor around. Yep. Especially ones in this particular conversation. He's the face of Ohio. He's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, COVID survivor, and we're getting a chance to experience right now. His first reaction to it being game day. Yeah. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, the all time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, AJ Hawk. Hey, we got a game tonight, AJ. Let's go, dude. Yeah, we do. Hey, Joe Burrow, first off, I think he should officially be the face of Ohio. That guy is the man. <laughs> Obviously, he was on the, the program earlier today. So I think you should always call him the face of Ohio. But yes, I'm juiced. I'm actually pumped that you guys are, are coming around with the Rams. I think yesterday I was. D-Buck got me thinking, like, you know what? These Rams, I'm feeling okay about it. And now I feel even better with you guys. So have we done a full turn? The whole show has done a full turn. Whoa. That's a, no, I think you were with the Rams uh, yeah, the entire job. time. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why did you like them from, from the beginning? The, the, obviously, they reloaded, brought Allen Robinson in the corners. You know, you're missing Tredavious White. That's not only one of the best corners, the best corners on the Bills, one of the best corners in the league. So I think Sean McVay is going to throw a ton at this uh, this defense. But And they got two guys now. That they- front, though, that Bills front, and um, I forgot who came on and talked about how they rotate in the defensive line, but Sal- having Von Sal- Miller. Sal Caballo. Sorry. Sal Caballo. Having Big G and Oliver. They got a really strong uh, D line, and the, uh, a lot of questions on that Rams offensive line. So that's that's where the game could be won and lost, but I'm still in the round. Connor, what did you say earlier? You said it. I believe it. That's Yeah, you know, just you know. with the doctors in L.A. better than Detroit. AJ, did you hear that conversation? Do you think that is uh, something to chat about, that Matthew Stafford's 100% he feels better than he's ever felt after the surgery that he and Clayton Kershaw had in a rehab? That's why in camp he was potentially holding the arm a little different because he was going through the final steps of rehab, which is not easy, no fun at any position. is terrible. As Jameis Winston would say, the elbows are basically the upper body's knees. That's right. Yeah. So whenever you're going through knee rehab, it's basically elbow rehab. What he said makes sense, by the way. I, I, I would like everybody to know what he said makes sense, just like most things that Jameis says. His delivery, though, fucking in a, fa- a fascinating fashion. So you're going to laugh at it. But that elbow rehab is not fun. And he said he feels better than ever. You believe him? Do you think this is a story at all? And does this change anything? Because McVeigh said, I'll throw him fucking 50 times if I have to. I, I do believe him, but I believe that his arm is probably at 70% because Matt Stafford is an absolute monster and doesn't care about pain. He's like Joe Burrow, as you had on earlier. Joe doesn't ever want to miss a Joe. play. I feel like Matt Stafford is in the exact same vein. I played against the dude, watched him compete, played with a broken back. The guy can play through anything. So yeah. I just hope – I don't think it's going to be enough to limit him, at least from what we can see. I'm sure he feels – he's like, man, I wish I 
if I felt really good, I could make that throw, but I can't do that yet, maybe. But I think we'll know after the first couple series how he feels. You're the first Super Bowl champion that we've got to chat to, uh, chat with today. We are chatting to you sometimes, too, it feels like, and uh, we apologize for that. Um, but we're <laughs> chatting with uh, – we'll talk to Andrew Whitworth in the next hour. Can't wait to talk – he has a loaded morning. He's doing a bunch of shit. I mean, he's everywhere right now because he's Walter Payton Man of the Year. Great guy. Mm-hmm. 16 years as a left tackle in the NFL, in Cincinnati, in L.A., was one of the faces of the Rams going to Los Angeles. Great dude. He'll be joining us in an hour. He's got a loaded morning. Uh, What is the Super Bowl hangover like? He won't even be able to answer because he retired immediately after winning it. Is that a real thing? You know, like like this team, Aaron Donald, all of them, dogs. Jalen Ramsey, dogs, all of them. Bobby, Bobby's experienced it before, I guess, but like, what is it like after you win a Super Bowl? Should we expect a drop-off? Should we expect, like, just a natural, hey, they're not going to be their Super Bowl team that they were in the Super Bowl, even though it's a lot of the similar faces because there's still a building process with every team is brand new? Like, what was it like, you think, after the Super Bowl versus before the Super Bowl for you guys? I mean, I think I, my experience was a little bit unique because we got locked out. So when the Super Bowl, a couple months later, we get locked out. We're locked out until we start training camp at the end of July. So we came in, everyone was kind of new to, hey, it's cool to be back in the building and see everybody. It was like that whole thing. So the Super Bowl almost wasn't even a thing until we got to game week, though, and you see all the hoopla. They're setting up stages outside on the street for different people to Aussie. perform. And you see, like, right. yeah, this is a big deal. This is something's big. But I think, at least for me personally and the guys around like on the team, like it makes you want to win another one because you know, hey, I've been there. we got a ring. Everything else sucks. Like, it's terrible if you don't win a ring. So let's go get another one. And usually the coaches, they make them a little bit – their buttholes get a little puckered, you know, once they uh, win the Super Bowl and they think, hey, we're not going to have a – we're not going to let down. You guys think you've arrived. And they usually will drive you harder, I think. So on that note, speaking of the coaching staff over there in L.A., Sean McVay, former wide receiver, former player, maybe he handles things differently, right? Maybe it seems like he gets along with his players in a very good fashion. And the way he talks in that one documentary article that was uh, – Guy like lived with him, I think, and oh, wrote yeah. about him. Wickersham. Just having fucking vodka, having a, hey, we're fucking doing this. It feels like he's the right guy to lead that type of group in this particular moment. But just like with Odell Beckham Jr. last year, whenever he joined the team and they just targeted him, bum 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 bum. It felt like McVay and Stafford both were like, Hey, we want you to know like you're a part of our plans here. Like you are a part of our program because they understand that that could be a thing with wide receivers. That could be a, play, a thing with any skill position. Allen Robinson probably going to get the rock tonight, huh? We think Allen Robinson's going to get a, a pretty good how you doing, keep it moving, you think, tonight from Sean McVay and Stafford? Yeah, I think they might want to might want to show it off a little bit. And, and who are you going to double? Like, what are you going to do? Cooper Cup in there running around doing whatever he does. Like, good luck figuring out, like, who hey, Okay, who do we want to lean towards? Who do we want to take away? What do you do there, you think? What is uh, the plan going to be for the Bills? They got, got dogs, though. Yeah. The Bills got dogs, except for a corner. Yeah. Safeties, yeah. though, really two good. OGs. Yeah, really good front uh, front line and uh, really good safeties. But you got to double. You got to double Cooper Cup coming off a of triple crown. And then Allen Robinson playing with the best quarterback that he's ever played with in his career, too. And he's been productive every year. So he's going to demand some respect. You're leaving one-on-one with one of these young corners, he's winning that matchup more than not. And, like, the drop-off thought. Like, Stafford got extended, massive contract. Robinson obviously got paid. Cup got paid. Donald. D- Donald got paid. Wagner got paid. Sean McVay got paid. Like, there has Les to be. Les Snead got paid. Les Snead got paid. That just Snead. got announced today. Yeah. Yes. There's got to be a thought like, hey, we all just got brand new contracts. Like, let's show them why the fuck we are. Let's start a money. dynasty is what they're yeah. thinking. Hey, let's go. We need to win multiple rings. We might as well. Right? We just Why not we, us? We, we, well, 
Somebody's got to win. Don't say that. That's a mantra basically saying you're not good enough. But yes, yeah, somebody's got my, that's my take on everything. Somebody is going to win the Super Bowl this year. That is, no, not sure? one us. Somebody's got to do this. That is, that is, yeah. that is my, you heard me probably say that at Tahoe like 45 times when I was definitely not prepared to be doing what I was doing. Somebody's got to get this thing close to the hole, right? I mean, yeah. come on. Somebody's got Never. I mean, it didn't happen afterwards. Somebody's going to have to win the next few Super Bowls. Everybody's going to be gunning for them. But whenever you re-sign for two years, for three years, and it's the tail end of a lot of people's careers, it's like, we're, we're not doing this for the money at this point. There's a lot of money to be had out there. I mean, a lot of money to be had for Matthew Stafford forever because he won a Super Bowl in L.A., in L.A., for L.A. Yeah, before the Chargers. Yeah, like Stafford's going to be able to do whatever the fuck he wants forever, and he's already broken off. Aaron Donald is very comfortable in content. He was just going to yeah. walk away and not do it. Resigns. He's from Penn Hills. He's from Pittsburgh. He's going to want to prove that he's uh-huh. worth the money yet again, which I think was not really talked about when he was swinging helmets. There's a lot mm-hmm. of other conversations happening. None are like, hey, this guy won a Super Bowl. People talk about him being the best football player of all time. He is ridiculously wealthy, and he still gives a fuck this amount mm-hmm. to get in a Preseason practice, he is getting this fired up. So maybe that team is going to go. You know, they got yeah. a bunch of dogs. I just saw him working out with The Rock, too. Oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine what that workout yeah, looked that, like. But, let's uh, not forget about that. Yeah. Well, then, I, I don't think Aaron Donald's ever going to retire, though. <laughs> really? No. I mean, you look at the accolades, and he could have, you know, but, you know, with this too team, good. you bring Stafford over, and he does that the first year, like, nah, it's too good. I think maybe leverage play just to get some, you know, do new deal. Oh. But I don't think he was going to retire. I believe, he's, I believe he's married to or dating an agent uh, yep. uh, oh. for Rock. I think she's with Rock Nation, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. I might be wrong there. I apologize. But, yeah, that could have been a big – because they were doing some podcast shit, too. Uh-huh. They are starting to do a little. Oh, Really? What a brilliant play. Yeah, yeah. genius. Pittsburgh guy. got to bring him back. Smart. Pittsburgh guy. Yeah, that's the shit. And if anyone's disrespected, like, the Rams just won the Super Bowl and their dog's at home. Like, when, if, like obviously, it's... That's banana land. It's absurd. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, they have to feel a little bit of, like, oh, they don't think we're that fucking good. feel about the Bills. Yesterday, a fluke. Yeah, but we have to remember, and this is, you know, a good time to remind everybody of this. Just as the world was opening back up, I tried to do a little forecasting on what potentially could come. Okay. And I say, hey, listen, remember in your house when you're tweeting and stuff, there's nobody around to say, like, hey, I ain't about your shit. Uh-huh. Real life, they are. Keep your heads on swivel out there, was my exact words. Then, I mean, it became a, just a, I mean, it had happened already. Padre's guy got the dude. That was the, oh. that was the start <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, the shot heard around the world. And that was whenever, you know, I made the proclamation, Beautiful. we all agreed. But then it became, let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah. You know, let the bodies hit the floor. And it was like, more people, you know, I wish would have heard that. So in this particular case, I think we need to recognize this. With everything we have said about tonight's game, in all of the matter of facts that we have said, yes. there is a 100% chance that this season... Let's hope not more often than not, because that becomes expensive. <laughs> Where we're going to walk into this studio immediately following a game and say, well, uh, well, you see what had happened. Something that we have no fucking idea that could ever take place will happen in an NFL game. That's why the NFL season is so fucking electrifying. Tonight, the Buffalo Bills with those corners, they might line up Josh Allen at corner. Uh-huh. for foot- no, They're not going to. But who knows 
what the hell this Buffalo Bills coaching staff that also knows that they have sure. young corners, what they decide to do that the Rams maybe aren't prepared for, or what wrinkle will be added into the Buffalo Bills where they're going to grind the clock out and just keep the ball so that if the Rams don't have the ball, the old the only way to stop Patrick Mahomes is keep the ball out of his hands. Like there's anything could fucking happen tonight. We have to know that. Yeah. But I feel so fucking good about the Rams to yeah. really do their yeah. thing tonight. The Bills rookie quarter could be just the greatest corner of all time. We don't know that. Dog. Could yeah. be a star in the making. This could be his coming out party. Facts. Yeah. First and, round pick. And tomorrow it could be a full conversation about how about them fucking Tredavis went up mm. and then they got this fucking Elam guy's a player. Oh, shit. And we should have faith in being right. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Sure. They got a good slot corner, too. Uh, Johnson, Teron Johnson, mm-hmm. a good slot defender who Cooper Cup works a lot out of the slot. And then, it's, once again, this offensive line for the Rams against that Buffalo defensive line. They're going to have to try to establish a run early or something, try to slow them down. That's where the game obviously can be um, not forget, you know, one for them. Stafford will give you one every once in a while. Mm, he led the league. in the Super Bowl. He led yeah. the league interceptions last year. Oh, pick, oh. pick sixes, too? I don't know about pick sixes, but he threw a couple. That was his first year in the system. In his first game, first year in the system, first year in the system. He was slinging the pill against the Bears that first Sunday night football game. He's always so good. He just yeah. I'm not saying the Bears and the Bills are even (laughs) close to each other. Well, they're actually not. Yeah. Yeah. Are the Rams going to run the ball? One and thirty-two. Oh yeah, Yeah. they got to. You got to try. Acres, right? Yeah, they got co-starters. I believe they were Henderson. 30 or 32nd running the ball last year, so they might want to be better at that this year. Why? They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Big yeah. Let's aim for that again, they said. <laughs> Akers was out all year. Who's Let's- replacing Whitworth at their left tackle? We're going to ask him later. <laughs> That's something we should have known going into the day. Joe Noteboom. I believe he played a few games last year. When oh, Noteboom. Okay. Oh, so he's in-house. They didn't sign anybody to do it. Love huh? that. How about Jason Peters signing at 40? Play left tackle. Awesome. Beast. Such a big physical dude. <laughs> There's a picture of him floating around here now. He is so yeah. just a a presence. I mean, he is a massive dude. Massive guy. I don't think like how many guys are gonna bowl him? him? You're gonna try to bowl Jason Peters? How much did he weigh? Four hundred pounds. Nice. He was listed at what? Six what? Four hundred pounds. <laughs> Four awesome. bills. Jeez. Just what? <laughs> what, dude? Four hundred fucking pounds uh-huh. with dog mentality yeah. too. I mean, clubs in his hands. Now I have no idea how you're forty at four hundred pounds and still able to fucking move. Well, but that's why not all men are created equal. Okay, no, they're not. You got to run into that guy and see if that's true or not. But that whole thought of being that big and being able to lumber around and then having to be the other human. Running into that person, I'm bull rush this motherfucker. <laughs> Boom, like a little fucking Wreck It Ralph situation. There are some freaks, huh? Oh, in the NFL, mm. uh, so, yeah, just some, just a couple. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I play with Julius Peppers, like, yeah, you talk about the freak of all freaks. Man. What was that like? Just uh, awesome. I wow. walked in the waiting room the first day, Julius was there. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. I played against him when he was in Chicago, so I saw him on his pads and I see him, and then I watch how he would run during our first couple OTAs. And a like, he took every rep. Was hustling down the field, quiet, doesn't say a word, just does his job, absolute pro. And I'm like, this isn't right. Like, how does someone this big and this long and this powerful, how are they running by the whole team? So at the same time, he was 30 some years old. Oh, he's a basketball player, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. At North Carolina. Great basketball. Real basketball. Yeah. Him and Robert Mathis are the ones. Six, seven, two, nine. This is two, ninety, four, six. Is that what I just heard here Mm -hmm. in my ear? Yeah, Yeah. he ran a four, six, four, six, eight. That would be so awesome. Imagine showing up at the fucking Y. Who got next? <laughs> Just him? Yeah, I played with him at 24-hour fitness before. 
Whoa, what was that like? What? Hold on. What was this like? Unbelievable. I just, a, just a freak show. But he wasn't, obviously, he wasn't trying hard, but just up and down the court. Like, he was a D1 basketball player, so he can really hoop. But just, like like AJ said, just seeing a guy that looks like that move, how he, how he moves. Um, even Trent, Trent Williams, like, he's another guy that left tackle for, for the Niners, like, Dudes aren't supposed to move, be able to move like that. Humans, that, yeah. That's crazy. It, Miles Garrett. That's why the combine. Oh, yes. Yeah. Jumping up on that goddamn box. Yeah. That's why the combine is a, a thing, yeah. you know, because yep. it's a spectacle. And tonight we get some of that shit. Jalen Ramsey Woo! probably going to float tonight at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's going to be a moment where Jalen is floating through the sky and you're going to wonder to yourself, is that like a gif that I'm watching right now? It feels like he's – and then he'll fucking do a bat and he's going to get up and he's going to talk shit. And it is going to be oh, – I am so happy this is back. This competition yep. level, yeah. just what's on the line, all of it. Man, what a fucking great Jalen's super physical. I love that. I think he should get more respect for how physical he is. He's a lockdown corner, but the dude blows people up and seems to love it. He loves the tackle, it looks yeah. like. Okay, so let's uh, – Darius, I want to ask you, do you think it's because of maybe a narrative was painted about him because he didn't get along with his coaches and he talked shit and he was loud and he – he did his things that people have – that's kind of camouflaged how fucking good he is at football. And I've enjoyed him. Whenever he did the hard knocks thing and he did his answer in that Zoom call and he basically <laughs> told him, like, hey, I ain't doing what the fuck – like, come yeah. on. Come on. Like, I'm not doing it. I have become a fan of him as I didn't know much about him, but the more I learned yeah, about mm-hmm. him as a person. But on the field, he's a, he's a fucking guy, right? Yeah, like, I, think, I think people respect him, though. Um, I, I know for sure players do, but I think people respect him from the outside. A lot of people look at him and say that's the best corner in the league. But like AJ said, his physicality, like you don't get that a lot from that cornerback position. Now that he plays in that slot some, too, he can be more involved in the run game, blitz more because – when he is out there on the island, you can just not throw at him, which a lot of quarterbacks were doing. But um, I saw him a lot, especially his first couple of years when he was in Jacksonville, um, twice a year. And he, he's, he's legit, everything you want in the corner. Okay, so let's uh, go to the other side of the field uh, with defense. Hyde and Poyer are going to hear what we're saying right now sure. about what Matthew Stafford's going to Oh, my God, we did it. We're going to end up in there. Uh, I don't know. Shit. No. Oh, it's going to be a good no, game. Yeah, we're going to yeah, yeah. First game yeah. of the season. First game, we, we got respect for you guys, but there's no respect for them nationally, like that entire crew, no. basically. I mean, Von Miller shows up. There's a lot Why? of Why? Why is that? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But they those, were small work. Yeah, number one defense in the league last year. No pro bowlers. 13 seconds. That's what everybody's going to probably remember him for. Oh, Patrick you know, in the Mahomes. playoffs, the Mahomes, you know. Mm-hmm. Let, and let they're thinking of that too, right? Oh, probably. yeah, you got to. But, I mean, it's a, it's a new year, and, and you know you're missing your top dog with Trey right out there, but you have the best safety tandem in the league, all pros, both captains, I believe. Um, so they're, they're – I mean, everybody's – they're the favorites to win everything. So, you know, they don't have that chip on the shoulder, I don't think. Yeah, I feel like we really like the Bills defense as a whole, especially Poyer and Hyde, but they don't play corner. And we're talking about the guy who yeah, won you're the right. triple crown. They like, know. Not, yeah, not yeah. Just, they can help yeah. them out over the top, though. They can help those young corners out, though. For sure. Good to have those vets back there. It would be hysterical if this rookie corner is greatest corner of all time. Tonight. It's a pick, the first series. Could be. He could be. Dancing, yeah. too, like the yeah. whole. Uh, really could be. Still Cooper Cup, though. Like, the top – Corners in the NFL who are established had trouble with Cooper Cup. Yeah. Like, this is his kid's first game. Well, and there's some things, and Darius, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can do everything right, and Cooper Cup and Stafford are still going to be able to make a play on you. If you play yeah. zone coverage against Cooper Cup and Stafford, he's going to catch the ball. Like, but even man, right? Isn't there some throws that man, just there's nothing you can fucking do? The, or no? the best way to guard Cup, I would say, is to be you know as physical as you can with him near the line of scrimmage to kind of knock off timing and then have – help somewhere else um but he, he's cooper cut what he does best is attack and beat leverage you know whether that's in his own coverage or man and then obviously once he beats that leverage 
Stafford is going to put the ball. Because you think about a 10 to 15-yard throw a lot of times. Like, and you think about Stafford's arm strength, his arm talent. Like, that ball is going to get to 10's uh, chest or hands. So, um, that, that, that duo is so good. And, and they probably were just scratching the surface last year. Yeah, they were starting to get on the same page. We saw that kind of come to fruition in multiple different plays where it was like the post-game interview from Cooper Cup sounded like he was a quarterback. Yep. Or sounded like he was offense coordinator. And then Stafford would give like the other half. They just were immediately on the same fucking page, those two. Yeah. And then there's a clip coming out where he's still going through elbow rehab where it's like goal line and it's yeah. a ball mm-hmm. behind the back of the corner. And Cooper Cup doesn't even lift his hands until like the last second. It's yeah. like, boom, it's in there. There ain't shit you can fucking do if no. they're going to do that. And it, they've proved that they can do that on the field in the game as well. Mm-hmm. They're, I think they're only going to get better. It's going to be awesome to watch. Yeah, I just can't wait for you know the ball to be kicked off and for us to actually be you know <laughs> yeah, watching it. You know, and, tough, and yeah. tomorrow being able to actually you know react to a real game versus the first two drives in the Packers <laughs> preseason game. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right, but still. We've survived a lot, 207 days. Yeah. Long time. AJ, have you taken that in a little bit? Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? We did it. Here we are. We deserve that. I think we all deserve that. If you're watching home, go ahead and give yourself a little round of applause. Yeah. yeah. A little toast to yourself. Yeah. Grab a yeah. beer. You if you're watching it. in public somewhere, give yourself a round of applause right now as uh, loud as you can. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe uh-huh. even one of these. Yeah. Maybe even one of these. A little pat on back. You know what I mean? And for me, it would be Pat's Pat on Pat's Pat. <laughs> Just Pat to the fourth. Yeah, CP4, which you don't add. Okay. Got, like no. we learned the other no. day. Uh-huh. Exponents are treated differently than multipliers. Hell yeah. Okay, anyways. <laughs> but yeah, hell of a job. 207 days we got through it. <laughs> Woo! Did it. Thanks, Connor. Thank you, Connor. How many people watch tonight? Three billion? What's the ratings going to (laughs) be? Yeah, that's we talked about that too. It's going to be like 40, 50 million probably. I mean, we're in it. I guess we live in this world, but is the rest of America and the world as excited as we are? Let's let's Uh not overreact here. Uh, Said the Broncos are going to sell for eight billion. Uh, Kind of grossly (laughs) overestimated a lot of things in the NFL because it is our entire world, and our world has become very good. So we Mm -hmm. just assume if we're living in a suburb of a world. And our world's really good. We can only assume their world has to be the greatest. Then they signed a $110 billion deal. It's like, oh, yeah, it absolutely is. $49 million, uh, for the NFC Championship last year. Who knows what the Super Bowl was, over 100 and some million. I think tonight, it, they. I don't know what expectations are around the NFL offices, but it's going to be 10x everybody else's fucking shit. That's just all it's going to be every single time it's on TV. I would imagine that they're thinking it's going to do exactly what the NFC Championship, if not more like yeah. I, I would ex- I would think that they're expecting these numbers to be absolutely massive. There's fucking nothing else on tonight. Well, then you have all like this is why people woke up this morning was to watch this <laughs> yeah. game at night. See, now we're sounding like people though that just that's what we were just talking. That's about. true though. That's true. Though. The last time the Bills played, no, no, I agree. We are doing that. Yeah, you did that. I did that. Ty did that. People that watch the show did that. Mm-hmm. I think to get to 49 million, though, you got to get the people that are, I think, all everybody on earth. Casuals. I think everybody on earth is captivated by the NFL right now, though. At least 50. Business people are captivated by it because it continues to do well and ratings continue to go. Entertainment people continue to be interested because it's just, it's the greatest show in town. There's more companies invested now, so there's more. I mean, there's just, 
It is. It's captivated the entire country, and it's fucking awesome to see. And I think tonight is going to be massive. It doesn't go into it either, but like it continues to grow internationally. Like they're picking up new markets, and people are fucking loving it over there. Like it. It really is. Like, and I don't think it's bullshit. It's like it seems like every game or like big time game blows away the like the previous ratings high of like you know. I mean, shit. You look at the look at the thing. The last. Last year, the top 100 broadcasts in terms of viewership were all NFL games. Think about how they feel walking into those network negotiations. Mm-hmm. Hey, we just saw a report. Uh, uh, we actually paid for the report, yeah. the research. But yeah. we had top 100. So we'd like half your company. You're fucking dead without us. Mm-hmm. So what are we What are we even talking about? It has to feel so good, Jerry, walking in. How you fucking doing? Did you see that fucking list? <laughs> you see it with college football and the deals they signed, too. And yes. think about how many states have. College football is the number two thing. Yeah. yeah. I've been learning a lot about all this, like the analytics behind it all. College football is the number two sport in the world. Uh-huh. It's, uh, yeah. Well, sorry. United States. Don't want to disrespect soccer, but when we win the soccer Lombardi, yeah. <laughs> you're disrespecting us if you say anything wrong yeah, about soccer. That's right. You got to call it soccer now, too. And sports gambling, legal in more states. So Jeez. more people are going to be interested in the game. Picked up Kansas last week. Yeah. Shout Kansas. out Kansas. Hopefully there's no lightning. We just can't have a delay tonight. Or power grid failure. Is this the top 100? Yeah. So, Jeez. viewers, 114 million up there on Super Bowl. <laughs> that's a lot of people. Jeez, mash. That's some yeah, mash dominated. Match. Yeah. 83? episode. Yeah. This is all time. This is not last year, right? This yeah. is all time. Yeah. yeah, all time, all time, all time. Mash finale, big deal. Super Bowl, 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 Super Wow. So Who was in those? Why was it such big ratings? What is it? What year is it? 2016. You could not not watch those debates. That it was, was appointment television. <laughs> so that's that's probably not driving any narratives at all. No. That that's the only thing that they showed up on that entire list for. I'm sure that's not a... Also, there's I'm a, sure that's not a, a goal of these networks ever again. Yeah. I'm sure that wouldn't be something they would see and go, oh, how do we uh, do that again? We only got one of the fucking top 400, and it happens to be this particular thing. Oh, that's why it's all sham. What? Yeah. Is Maybe, that what it is? Don't say that. Maybe we should have Kanye run the worst this year. America has the offer right there. Football and no debates. <laughs> <laughs> what we got? Uh, people are going to watch whatever. Yeah. Which um, leads me to this point. Let's be nice to people this year. Mm-hmm. This football season, let's be nice to people. Yeah. Okay? Let's not say rude things to people. Let's not skip fantasy drafts. Yeah, what do you sure. say? AJ, you sack of shit. Great job, Bill. We talked beforehand. It was a great draft for us, so I appreciate you, Bill. So AJ didn't was not present for one single moment of that 400-minute <laughs> draft last night that was on Twitter Spaces, and anybody that listened, definitely appreciate you. What are you doing? Okay, I, I put the phone down for 45 minutes in the middle of that thing. I couldn't do it. I, I, I wanted to show face. Okay, want to show face? Sure. But I can't do it. AJ, why, why didn't you, uh, you didn't even show your face. You said you supported everything Bill did. Then this yeah. morning, you proposed four trades already. He, he proposed we're always, four we're trades. Listening. Terrible listening trades. Every GM. Yeah, horrible I trades. have to listen. I have to try to make moves. Maybe the bottom of my roster, I have to try to trade them out. So I wasn't, I was just supplementing what Bill did. I believe I'm getting some breaking news in my ear here. Not from the sports world, but from the world world. Whoa. Mm. It is being reported. Is this right? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Stop holding your Confirmed. Ear. The queen has passed away. 
Oh, no. Really? Yeah, I saw the report. Wow. Britain's Queen Damn. Elizabeth II has died Jeez. at the age of 96. It's a hell of a run. Long mm-hmm. life. That's a long reign as queen. Now, how will succession go? How will the transition go of power, of, you know, England? And we watched a documentary, uh, Crown. Of course. So I feel like I know her. She loved horses. Mm-hmm. Is that officially a documentary? Docudrama. <laughs> Basically, Docu-drama. they approved a lot of the stuff in it. Rest I think in, they hated most of it. Well, I assume, yeah, it. because it was information from behind the walls. It was very good. Very good. Very educational. Um, rest in peace to the queen, though. Hell of a run. Long may she rest. I was reading about this morning. Apparently a big Gump deal. Is okay. Huh? Apparently a big deal. Yeah. Huge deal, yeah. yeah. Her son takes over now? What do you... What do you, what what was do you that? yeah, what the hell, Tony? With your cowboy hat on, Don spelled upside Don. No, there's just of- a lot of people tweeting this morning. Respect the queen today, okay? Rest in peace <laughs> to the queen. I feel like we are doing it. Why were you trying not to? I wasn't trying not to or not to. My thing was, I was Gumpy's never really, I was, yeah, well, he's been paying taxes to her for a long yeah. time, and I respect their relationship that they have. I never fully understood it, but I'll tell you, there are people that are passionate about that shit. There's a lot of people viewing weddings that don't even matter to the thing, you know, and they're all in. I mean, everything this woman did was being watched by, obviously, people over there. But American, I think women mostly, love this entire thing. Uh Yeah. Shit, you remember the Olympics? Whenever it was in London, the fucking queen dove out of a helicopter with James Bond. Whoa. Fucking base jumped out of a helicopter. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah. She's badass. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. if we know anything, Hold she up, Z. fucking loves football because she brought it to England. And now, mm-hmm. because she died on this day, Thank on you, NFL man. kickoff day, this might be the greatest game of all time tonight. Is it the Queen's game? For the Queen. They should call it the Queen's game tonight. Tonight's Are they going to cancel the game? game? No. 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 They're, in they're her honor. Stuff over there, though. Oh, yeah. In her honor. Yeah, I saw like every major event, whether it's like sporting event or whatever, this weekend has been postponed. Oh, so the amount of eyes that are going to be on this game tonight. Even more. They're not, they can't go to any other event. It's going to be like COVID over there. Everything's stuck. Is it in England? No, it's Italy. That was the whole continent. We get a year a fan of G5. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? G5. That was a good establishment down in Miami. It's F1. Have some respect. Oh, yeah. It's on me. It's Mm -hmm. on me. Of course. Andretti's going to take it home. Mario Andretti's a car racer. You need to fucking watch your mouth. For stopping, dude. Come on. Team Red Bull. Two goats. Hey, you've been raking, huh, on uh, yeah. F one betting? <laughs> you have been actually, though, right? Yeah, we're trying to keep it kind of low, actually. Yeah, after, yeah, I try to make the block too hot right now. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, smart. It's football smart. season. Understandable. Sports books focus on football. Just yeah, keep on raking. Yeah, in this particular show, the helmet right there too. Got hot phones right now too. I mean, they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, we are beating going. the book right now. I don't want to rub it in too many faces, but we got big brains on a particular sport that is growing in a phenomenon and. Uh, Feels like we're beating the book yep. in this particular case. Yeah, like keep it going. Jesus well, not public, not public, not public. Yeah, yeah, you sure. can follow yeah. at Darius J. Butler on Twitter. Yep. Not mm-hmm. you, though, Fandle. No. Fucking assholes. Eyes away. Stay away. They, they're busy this weekend. They're not going to even hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Because this is just yeah. the NFL gambling, the amount of the pie, the pie that is in yeah. for NFL gambling versus everything else is – very big slice. I mean, we're talking very, very big slice of the old pie chart on what gambling people are gambling on. Uh, big Raff, Mike Raffensberger, mm-hmm. put out a tweet this morning. 46 million projected gamblers, I believe, this yeah. upcoming NFL season. My, yeah. gran- my grandma caught me. 80 years old. 
Ask me who to pick. That's it. That's, That's awesome. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Yes. It's never too late. Game day. We at FanDuel are ready for some football. A record 46.6 million Americans plan to wager on the NFL with more states opening their door to responsible gambling. The industry, arrow, up to quadrant one, I believe, yeah. or four. Is that, that one or four? That is one. That's one. One, one, two, three, four. Yeah, wait, it's going top right yeah. one. Mm-hmm. They might be uh, off their game, too, with this queen news. You might, you never know. FanDuel yeah, might be are. pretty rattled by this. Oh, oh yeah. You might not be even thinking about this. Oh, no. Hmm. Sharon is. Which team will be more rattled by her death, the Bills or the Rams? The Jaguars. Yeah, so let's play over there and see a queen. Oh, true. <laughs> oh, wait, does this mean Ozzy can't perform tonight? Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no, he was he's moving from back over there. Yeah, he's from over there. No, he was moving back there, too, I think. Oh, no. Will he still? Uh, I don't know. Are they going to call in Kid Rock? Yes. All right. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to the alternate. Yes. Let's go to the five angels. Yeah. He's going to ride the rocket right off the 50. Bro. Yeah. I'm at, I don't know if we can do the queen because he might say something about it. How about SummerSlam, man? Me just fucking getting up on the top right All right. How we doing? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll look over fucking Kid Rock with two braids. <laughs> <laughs> What an experience, dude. Dumbest life of all time. If Kid Rock's there, Stafford's throwing for 10,000 at least. Kid Rock's definitely going to be there, right? He's got a sweet, I assume. Yeah, Yeah, he'll be there. I don't know. He's a Stafford guy. No, Marshall is a Lions fan. That's right. Mm -hmm. Hey, he had a good appearance on uh, Hard Knocks. Marshall looked like a human. This is one of the first times I've ever seen him just like kind of acting like a human. He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great beard. MCDC. (laughs) I mean, MCDC was. And they, they kind of did a uh, little I don't want to I don't want to bring up a Siciliano. They did a little Siciliano in Marshall yeah. Mathers too with the way the camera was there, uh-huh. you know. And MCDC looked like four of M and M's, four of them, maybe five. Uh, but Marsh, super cool. Yeah, super yeah. cool. And yeah. I would say that was kind of like a Siciliano situation. But then we actually saw MCDC in person, and we're yeah. just a couple steps away from him. It's like Jesus Christ, this son of a bitch is huge. <laughs> he is a Goliath. Huge. Yeah, he, he is so. Big AJ, we're talking fucking Vrabel and uh, Whitworth, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Put together, Folded. it's unbelievable. Big old powerful hands too. Yeah, huge head. Should have seen him. God, I wish he would have been on the show. I know. Goliath. Well, Jim he Mar- was. He tried. You want he Jim tried. Mercy? I mean, what do you want me to do? He was in between two. We saw him. In the Jim Mercy sold out stadium tomorrow night. Here it looks sold out. Yep. Sixty-five thousand, unbelievable. Roof open, be really. Everyone's going to be Roof standing. open or closed. You well, know, well, what's oh, best for acoustics? Uh, you think middle of song is going pop the top off? Oh, that'd oh, be sweet. Oh, Blow the roof off of the. Felt oh, good out there today. Somebody does a guitar solo. Yep, and then as it's the roof, he blew the roof off. That'd be amazing. It makes it very obnoxious. Sound when it's opening. Maybe they work it into a song, like a count. How long does it take? It takes a good bit. I don't know. I don't know. It takes a little bit, though. It's a full... Do, what's the rule? When do they have to make the decision whether they open or not? Well, that's a funny story. So, you know, like 90 minutes or something? Yeah, it used to be, yeah. And then uh, it was changed for a little bit. So Carly Ursay, uh, one of Jim Ursay's daughters, I believe she is... Oh, I don't know her type. Chief something. She's, she's around day to day. She's part of... She, is, she works her ass off for the Colts. So she pitched at one NFL like owner's meeting or rules committee or something like that the ability to open the roof and the window at halftime 
because in Indiana, the weather fucking comes and goes. So they had to make the decision to open a roof or window like 90 minutes before or whatever it was. And then in Indiana, like 90 minutes could literally be four different fucking seasons. Like it actually could have been 80 degrees. It could have had like, you know, a little brisk wind. It could have been a little spring. And then it could have been fucking snowing all in a matter of an hour and a half. Like that's Indiana. It's so flat. Things come and go very quickly. It's very windy here. It's a nonstop breeze, basically. So she pitched it to be, to be able to open that thing at halftime. It passed. She made a compelling Good. argument. First time they did it, a screw fell off the roof, hit a woman. Oh, killed her. Didn't kill her. Did not what? kill her. Wow. Talk they always say they don't kill you if you get hit here? up from up high like that. No, it did not. I think it hit her in like the arm or something, but oh. she, it was a full. Fucking, yeah. 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 Amputated. Severed her arm. Yeah. Like yeah. a 50 cal bullet. There was a, uh, potentially, there was a, uh, yeah, full ambulance situation. I mean, it was a full thing. So I think they changed rule back. But Bloody mess. I think they changed rule back. Wasn't Belichick she... mad about that? Like he didn't know? Against us? Back in the day, I guess it didn't. I think Belichick was one of them saying, like, hey, we need some rules. Like, we need to know if it's going to be open or closed at a certain time before the game. I, me and Vinny were saying the same damn thing, by the way. Belichick, we want to let you know we were on your side. Yeah, when Belichick in doubt, close it. Give a damn. Uh, close it all the time. 70 and sunny, pff, close it all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, they spent an extra $100 million to build it. Cool. We've okay. got $100 million out of it. I think it looks great. 70 and sunny is a beautiful thing. But that last game we went to, it, it was, was perfect. perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. Ideal. No wind. Roof was open. It was beautiful. It felt like it was 70. And you got to see the night sky. The window, you don't really see anything. So it's just like clots. You're just seeing clots. Yeah, get rid of that. Put a screen on there or some shit. No one needs that to be open, ever. They should put a jumbo on there. I mean, I hate this about me as a human, but it is who I am as a human. And I've just acknowledged it. Anytime I go anywhere, I'm going... Oh, it'd be sick if they put a boom here, a boom here, a bang there. And I hate it. I don't like it. But if they put a jumbotron that hung down in the middle of that hole, let the window, let the clouds outline it. You know what I mean? Let that be like the framing around it. And then a massive jumbotron there would be sick. That would make Lucas Oil fucking awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's either that or Ursa is going to have to erect, you know, seven, eight, ten skyscrapers to actually build a you know a skyline behind it. And I think yeah. that's probably a little bit easier to just put, you know, a, a big jumbo drum. <laughs> you think there. you think that's a little bit yeah, that would that would be my guess. It's easier, but you know, you know, there's two ways really, because if he does that type of method, he can just make the city pay for it. Because sure. all right, let's go to the phones. And if he the puts phones. the jumbotron up, there's a chance it falls like that bolt and kills 200 people at one of the Colts games. No, so. it'll be secure. You know what I mean? No, hopefully, because they said that about the roof, and that took a lady's arm off. As somebody that's going through a construction project right now, yeah. there are some people that mail it in with something. Sure, exactly. let's assume the person that did that for that bolt. Was trying to. Nobody's ever going to know. There's a hundred bolts on this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just. Oh, that lady knows. She does. Hasn't been able to she use does. her right just arm. Just make everyone wear hard hands. Oh, she probably does. Yeah, are we going to work or not? Are we a blue collar team? Can you imagine everyone pants? putting their hard hats on? Right when yeah. It's, All right. Sweet. it's halftime. We're opening the roof. You know what that means? Reach under your seat. <laughs> sponsor, sponsor the hard hats. It'd be great. Yeah. The Indianapolis hard garbage. hats. Change the fucking name of the team. Whoa! Me? We are the Colts. Whoa. Well, I mean, why not? New era. They don't win the Super Bowl this year. They should change their name. All right. The Indianapolis Hardheads. Hey, did you enjoy that? Uh, the, I don't know yeah. if that's going to catch on. I, I mean, it could what? be. Maybe. Indiana Lodge Pails. Need, there we go. Need there a we mascot. Go. Need a mascot, First one too. In, last one yeah. yeah. Running around. Yeah. Massive helmet. Yeah. Be sweet. <laughs> Would be sweet. Blue. What's Blue going to do? Blue. Well, Blue had a good run. 
Well, he's had a great run. Yeah, he can go over to the Indianapolis in. Power or whatever. What's that? Dano? Oh, yeah. He gave Dan Orlovsky the old pie to the yeah, face yeah. thing. Like, I can't believe Dan fell for that. I know. Well, you know, Dan is a child. Yeah, he's a mark. That's <laughs> what he is. <laughs> Dan, Dan Orlovsky hanging out. Look at Blue. Hey, look down here. Why? Oh, what's that? What's that? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. <laughs> God, God damn, that guy's good. <laughs> Did you see Orlovsky, man? Is he he's an the, actor, man. Is he the next Marvel actor? Movie? Oh, my bad. That was completely real, but he did a great job. <laughs> What's your problem, dude? Yeah, look at it. Look, I'm looking up at Blue. Why'd yeah. you do this, bud? Yeah, let me Johnny tell you about movie. Blue. I'm going to tell, Blue? Blue. tell you about Blue. Blue's a horse, obviously. Blue, the person that is Blue. Blue. Okay? Okay, Fabe. Blue. Blue was created by Blue. Blue went to Mascot College at Auburn. Blue does like 300 shows a year for the Indianapolis Colts, like tickets and kids and everything like that. He has a TikTok, which I don't even know what the fuck is, but I, sure. think, I think it's all fake numbers that are huge. This guy throws a football. Well, last time. This guy or gal underneath the costume. I think blue is a male. There is a... Uh, there's others, right? Yeah, there's Air Blue that beat the fuck out of Foxy. Yeah. He's awesome. Wow. I like him more than OG Blue. Wait, it's no multiple, offense. Whoa. whoa. It's multiple Blue. Well, Con- yeah, there's there's Junior Blue. There's oh, Connor saying cream pie something. The way he cream pies what? would indicate it's a male. That was me. Jeez. Good, oh, good investigative work, Nick. You're talking about the way the hand goes poof, off the face. Very powerful. He, Women are powerful. Blue has become a proficient cream pie to the face guy. Yeah, yeah he's a gritty of the NFL. He is. Who's that one mascot that we learned about in hockey that's fucking epic? Knock, gave himself a concussion. Up, the, uh, Calgary, oh, up in uh, Calgary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Philly. I got Philly's guy, too. We, yeah, well, we, we knocked just out Renzi. I mean, that guy's in front of every camera he can get in front of. So Gritty. No, the cameras find him when you're a star. He is a mascot. <laughs> so was he supposed to not draw attention? <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking mascot. I mean, come on. Harvey the Hound. Harvey, Harvey the Hound. Greatest mascot of all time. Yeah. Raven's mascot. He's out for the season, right? Uh, that yeah. sucks. What? Yeah, no thanks. God tore his ACL, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Thank right. you for your sacrifice, too. I could have walked off the field. Yeah, if that blue organization tore. and torn ACLs and stuff. Just saying. Uh, we will talk about that organization, not that, because that's pretty negative. And hopefully the, the Raven, whatever his name is. Poe. Ronnie. Poe. Double, double Don Jones from now on. Allen. Unfortunately, oh. they had to take Poe outside the stadium. and Snapped his drumstick. Sheesh. <laughs> Next Raven <laughs> up. <laughs> Yeah. Are they changing their mascot because Poe tore his ACL? <laughs> they should. might have to. If Blue tore his ACL, he'd still be at work the next day. Oh, I, yeah. By the way, I believe it. Yeah. Blue cousins, Zach Galifianakis. Damn. Really? Yeah, Runs yeah. in the family. Super creative family, yeah. Like, it is. Really? Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's an impressive thing over there. Full operation. Full team. I mean, it is a, It's very impressive. And he did miss that football this past game. He did. Yikes. He's doing trick shots that are very difficult, giving himself like 30 seconds to do it. And uh, every time he does it, I'm like, you're exposing yourself here. Pretty, I mean, yeah. that's a pretty good exposure. Yeah. Last time he made it the first one, so nobody even knew what he was doing in the stadium, which was a shame. That was a damn shame. The one before that, he made it on like the fourth or fifth one, so people got it. It was a big pop. This last one, he hit the thing like four times. It was like, oh, no. Wait, is this like dude perfect stuff? Yeah. He's doing? Mm-hmm. Like actual, live. Here or, in, or is he here or is he in Cutter? Where is he? Blue is in Indianapolis. Yeah, blue. blue ain't going to Cutter. I didn't know if he's doing those things. You act like those. That's how they're promoting the horses. The they are very beautiful. So I didn't know. For now. So everybody's. Blue, yeah. 
Blue's impressive is all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, he has to compete in the division with that Jacksonville Jaguar who has to put his life on the line every single week or else people won't come to the game. Competing for second place. Yeah, Yeah. they won't have a game ball. Exactly. Can't even kick off if this guy doesn't do a devastating near-death experience here to start this whole thing off. He was awesome. Look at this guy. Jumps out of a plane without a parachute. Has somebody else catch him. Hold on. Somebody did that. Did you see that the other day? Travis Pastrana did it. Yeah, but somebody did it for like 30-some thousand. Travis yeah. Pastrana, legend, obviously. And the people that do it and they have people around them, Nuts. it's insane. I, I, I couldn't imagine. Shout out to Redman, by the way. Redman just got certified as a, uh, a skydiver. Oh, did, a, did a solo jump, Redman. Oh, yeah. Fucking happy for old Redman doing that. No, a guy just broke some record. He went real high, jumped out, no parachute, hit a net. Damn. I've seen a video of that. I don't know if it was recent or not, but I saw. I can't believe that's real. Yeah, he did not hit dead center on that fucking net. Now no. he was maybe I saw a far one. right. That's wild. Yeah, it was real close, yeah. and it was. I think it was being broadcasted live, and people were just watching this guy fall, and then he hits this net, and he wasn't in the center, so the net is obviously going to roll him to the center. That's how it goes, and he went way down there, and then all the way back up. He survived, but golly, that was real close to being like. Yeah, catastrophic. Just like Mad Mad Mike. Bingo. Well, that guy, I mean, Mad Mike thought he was going to the moon. He went 250 feet in the air, and then, you know, the fucking water ran out of the two Coke bottles. He had, you you know, (laughs) propelling his his aircraft and went straight down into the ground. You know, he should have known better. Rest in peace to Mad Mike. You know who this is? He died. I thought he he really died. Yeah, he's 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 dead. Dead and shit. Darius, there's a uh, breed of whites that... uh, are smarter than all the scientists and everybody you know it's like it's like a hillbilly ingenuity that mm-hmm. is in some people and they can create some magical shit i mean you're talking about efficiencies that are better than any commercial grade thing cut so many corners figure it out but it gets done then there's a sector of them that get into like pumpkin shooting and shit where <laughs> they launch these pumpkins so far awesome. and they kind of get like enamored by the ability to create explosion and power and everything like that and some of them go into the level of thinking they can build a fucking rocket ship now this actually happened yeah this is something that is a problem and and we would like to let all the Mm -hmm. hillbilly geniuses out there know that like hey it's awesome what you guys do i love the way you go about doing things but we can't be letting mad mike actually strap himself into the rocket that he created that we all knew wasn't gonna work because that thing went straight up and turned around and <laughs> straight down very fast blew up and uh, his family was watching he said he went out doing what he loved or whatever sure. it's like he like live streamed it or something he was trying to prove the earth was flat yeah. and, and it, by the way his family yeah they were devastated it's their fault he fucking died because they should have told him hey oh, you man. fool this isn't stop. gonna work you're gonna die yeah they man, probably doing, try. man doing what he loves yeah. it's hard to stop yeah. that is true but somebody right. should his last him. words did he ah! see the curvature yeah. yeah. the curvature of the earth it's going to the moon I'm do it <laughs> what if he would have fucking made it to the moon though think of that guy standing on the moon Right next to his tractor or whatever the fuck well, he put together mm-hmm. for his rocket ship. And, I mean, try to take a photo with whatever he's going to do. Hey! Then he hops back in. He's like, I'm going to head back. What if it was a successful mission? What if Mad <laughs> Mike had a successful mission? That would have been the fucking greatest story of all time, dude. It absolutely would have. I'm assuming that dipshit had a T-shirt and shorts on, though. So if he would have got up there, you know, get him into the atmosphere, he probably would have froze to death immediately. Yeah. You're right. Had an old w- mop bucket. We'd have a rescue helmet. effort. We'd have to send send our people to go get him off the moon because he didn't have any gas to get home. Rescue effort? Mm-hmm. Kidding me? They're hoping that Tesla floating around up there is going to fucking take out his spaceship. Oh, we don't right. need that guy hitting a satellite. No. Can't watch out-of-market football games on Sunday. Come on. 
<laughs> You're a terrible person. Uh, we have the video of the parachute guy, or no parachute guy. Some more space trash. Landing into a net. Yeah, this was him. Jeez, like it was live. It was live. Go, what? 25,000 feet. What? Oh, this is from the wow. beginning. Okay, I didn't think it was the end. I'm sorry. Oh, look at the tweet. Tell me you're white without telling me you're white. Exactly. 20- oh, yeah. Close. So he had, did he have a shoot on in case? No. 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 Yo. Yeah, look how close he is to the side of this thing, man. How fast is he falling? This fast. is Luke Cam right here. How dude. small it looks, too. Luke Cam had a little bit of a thing. He turns. Boom. Yeah, I think that gets him off center. Last guy I saw turn two right before he hit. Yeah, that's because you want to take good flat bump. Uh-huh. Want to take good flat yeah. bump. There we go. They're cheering. <laughs> yeah, they're cheering there because they, they thought he was dead. Yeah. Oh, watch, no. It's like somebody watching a field goal. It looks like that ball's in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he hits the ground, though, does he just does he go oh, like 30 feet under or what's he do? He disintegrates <laughs> no, yeah, immediately. He evaporates into nothing. Like, what's it look like? I don't know. I wonder. Do I do wonder if he goes through earth or just pops? No, I think right he there. comes out grab the Great Wall, I assume, oh. right? That's oh, what I've been told. happen. <laughs> Uh, Howie Mandel told a story uh, on uh, <laughs> the Today Show. <laughs> what? Yeah, he had uh, made me think of this. He had an elephant at the house for a birthday or something. Okay. Elephant broke this whole sprinkler system because his uh, the feet uh, oh, really? <laughs> the feet of the elephant were just going through his lawn into earth, <laughs> breaking through a core, I think, and then moving to the next spot or whatever. So. Damage the whole house. He said, "Great photos, though." I, I think. bet yeah, that's it. expensive to get replaced. So I'd assume Mad Max here going down without a parachute probably went in, would go into Earth a little bit. But so that guy won't shake my hand, but he's cool with elephants shitting all over his yard. Well, I don't know if he was cool with that. I think he was saying, "Hey, you got to bag that shit." I, I think it was the sprinkler system that potentially really set him off. Oh, no, it was a two hundred thousand. <laughs> we can't run it anyways in California. Right now. Oh, right now no. you can't, right? Are they going to have power outage? Power, is there going to oh, be? Yeah. This is so possible. Is that, what, will the players have water? It, Both. Are they shipping in water? Will Smith's got that box water company with his son. That's mm-hmm. right. They sent him up to Flint, Michigan, when there was a water shortage. Yes. They need to send him, I think, to SoFi, because if they can't use water and there's a power shortage, it's going to be hot and it's going to be dry. No LED boards like in the last preseason game. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be something like when Beyonce took down uh, – uh, the Super Dome brother. I think it's oh, yeah. Yeah. partially. I know. I know a lot Dome of it is <laughs> Dwayne Wade's fault because he had a problem with his pool and he used like a hundred times X the amount of water he was allowed to use. And then the Kardashians did the same same thing. So I think this is their fault. Okay. So we're catching the same pop culture shit <laughs> from uh, our significant others. Uh yeah. Yep. Happy to be here with you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I just know that Dwayne was part of the big part of the problem. Well, he had a pool or what? Yeah, there was like a pop problem with the pool, and he used like fucking six million gallons of water swim, last right? month. Uh-huh. Also, if you got a deep pool, what's the purpose of having a fucking 12-foot pool if you got right. Can't fill it up to eight feet. Yeah. At least. Yep. You know? You're going to break your neck. What is going on over there? They're- as long as it's just rolling blackouts in the valley and it doesn't affect the stadium, <laughs> yeah, I think we'll be okay. It might affect the reporting. The no- of yeah, the reporting yeah, of how many people watch tonight. But not the actual. You right. say no LED boards? That happened in the last preseason game. They stopped working. I'm sorry, what were you going to say, Darius? No, nah, I just I, like I'm, I'm right with Ty. Like, long as this game goes up, maybe that's why they made him cut back for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh so shit, people are gonna love that. The energy yeah. for the state. They gotta have backups for backups. Yeah, I was gonna say, why don't they just gather up to 250 bums and throw them in the basement and have them ride a bike that keeps the energy going? Let's get to okay. the phone. Well, I think I think a bum was initially the guy who chewed through the power grid. <laughs> Come on, bum. There was that one guy we seen. He was a rabbit. Yeah, he was. He looked very hungry. And it looked like he'd you know get his hands on anything he could. We would like we, we would like everybody to have a better life than they're living currently. Everybody, of course. Whatever you're doing, I hope you have a better life. Well said. 
feels like some of those bums over there, though, they, they are living their best lives, sure. it feels like. And one guy was staying in a three-story cardboard hotel. I mean, you can't get that anywhere else in the country. There should nice. be something to fix that. Did though, you say right? the guy was rabid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like it, dude. He was. <laughs> there was a full... No way to be certain. There was some scary shit going on. I mean, there was was some real interesting stuff. Not just in LA, a lot of cities that you go to. It feels like Mm -hmm. drugs have captured. uh, I would assume it is drugs. A particular, I don't know which drug it is that is doing it. Capture people. And these people, impossible to talk to, Mm -hmm. impossible to help. And it seems like they're okay with whatever they're doing every single day. It's like zombies almost in these places. Yeah, it's terrifying. It is wild. And LA's damn near the best place to be just because of the weather. And the laws, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they don't have to worry about traffic. Ever. Why? The bumps? The bumps. And that was the worst part. And if anything, the traffic helps. They can, you know, hold up their signs. And everyone told us they cleared out, like, everything around the stadium, too. How's that work? They just moved them, like, a couple miles. (laughs) Yeah. Massive street sweepers just push them right into the ocean. (laughs) Good luck. That's Good part. luck, guys. Uh-huh. It's part of it. They also trank a lot of them and then transport. All right. Send them to Alaska. All right. Jesus. Jeez. Welcome home. This is called Canada. I hope every single person there with Goomp. and other places has a better life, but I don't think it's a lot of seeking that in a lot of places. Uh, who knows how it gets fixed. Um, this joint got figured that uh, out. No. No, no. We hope somebody does, though. We yeah, hope somebody absolutely. does. Absolutely. Elon. This is on you now. You got to with ideas, though. Can't you, tiny houses. Can't, yo, can't you buy a chunk of land? Okay, you got all this money. You can buy a chunk of land, Put a make a city with a bunch of, right? Couldn't you do that? Like you Australia? Could. Yep. Yeah, you everything could. will go great. Yeah, or you could build a couple more chicks. Not Australia. What, what are you talking I'm talking about, That's like, who's going to police it? Who's going to take care of it? Well, you get, like, rehab facilities in there. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, I oh, agree. King oh. of the bombs. Was that Dubai's plan? Like, that massive piece of... Uh, Indoor? Yeah. That wasn't for... I think that was uh, for... That was not for bombs. That was for cloning. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. You're a maniac. Let's get to the phones. Let's go to 5 Energy phone line. Jesus. Ever know. Let's go to Matt and Oregon. Go to 5 right. Use promo code MACFEE to receive 10% off. That is an issue that could be fixed, right? For sure. I mean, could, that Absolutely. is an issue that could be There's fixed. There's just so many of them right now in certain areas. That's the thing. So many to think of. How do you do it? Indy became very, very popular. California's already been bankrupt forever, though. How are they going to handle that? I don't know. How, how, what happens? How are they bankrupt? How do the roads Wait, not Whatever get that means, fixed? but yeah. How do the roads not get fixed? It's right. How do the bums not get fixed? How does everything and then money's gone? Like, They're decimating the grub population. We need to get it under control. Let's go to the funds. You're right, Tony. <laughs> Hunter in Michigan on the Five Energy phone line. What's up, guys? Hey, we're just figuring out world hunger and uh, homelessness mm-hmm. and everything like that. Michigan's going to start launching rockets. Hello. Does Evie hey, know if that? Anybody, what? If anybody really? can do it, it's you guys. Hey, we appreciate that, Hunter. What do you want to hey, talk Pat, about? Yep. Matt, I want to thank you for signing my sign at SmackDown in Detroit the other week. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, no that, problem that at meant all. meant a lot. Yeah, I had, my girlfriend had the Michael Cole, number one fan. And uh, uh, also, thank you for uh, building that goddamn practice facility out there in cincinnati finally my, t- my team i'm, I'm a, fi- a fan of the Bengals, and i'm thankful none of these everybody's ungrateful and uh i just want to thank you for putting us on the map and give us that facility bro thank you hunter look at this i love when people from michigan oh, call okay. hey hunter um extends a trend that i've noticed on this show people fans of other of teams that they don't live in yes Call into shows. Yeah. Because I think they are used to talking to their friends that are local, that are fans of the teams that are local, about their team. So I think that's why they call into the show. Darius, does that make sense? No. 
Lost. Okay, yeah. so Hunter's in Michigan. He's yep. a Bengals fan. He calls in. We have a guy in Illinois who calls in who's like a, a Packers fan or a Raiders yeah. fan. Or like, and there's, there's be, everybody that calls in seems to be from a state. And in my head, I'm like, oh, this must be a insert team name here fan. Mm-hmm. And then every time I'm disappointed, basically. Every time it's like, no, complete opposite direction. Like when you live in Pittsburgh and you work in Pittsburgh with other Pittsburgh people, all you do is talk about the Steelers all day, every day. But when you live out of town, you want to call in the show to get – thoughts on your team because you don't hear those thoughts all day long oh because you don't get to have those conversations yeah you think that's it aj you think that's just a natural uh, progression of becoming a caller into this show or any show maybe i mean they're they're around people that don't like their team i guess if they like a team from somewhere else so yeah they call here and hey we we're fair to every all 32 teams over here God, no right. you know what the amount of points that need to be proved by hunter and michigan two local friends Call into us. Oh, ask questions. Sure. Hey, don't you think? Boom, confirmation. So then he can or she can shove hey. it in the face of all their friends. Yes. The people who call on the show do not have friends. All right, Nick. Jeez. What's the deal? <laughs> Darius, have you ever seen something that toxic? It's toxic, man. I'm, I'm all. I'm positive. We got football. Uh, yeah, we got NFL football yeah. tonight. Oh, hell, yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Jeez, Nicky. All right, let's get to a break. We'll get it. A... <laughs> I appreciate the people calling this show. Got weapons. Thank people you, have told me though. Thank you, Hunter. People have told me though, when I'm out and about, like Hunter in Michigan and others that I've run into or happened upon who watch the show. Very grateful to talk to everybody. I don't know how normal interactions are supposed to go in that situation, but I'm just having a conversation with people. A lot of people say, "Hey, the callers are good," but when they're not, I need to pull the trigger a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yank them. Well, we know that. I thought you do. The king originally told you. That. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah, because Sports Pub told me that. So I feel bad if somebody doesn't get a good experience because I think they're going to tell their friends about it. All of their friends about it. And the chat, obviously, is just empowering Nick right now. Yeah, chat does oh, no. shit, though. Chat's super toxic as well. That's yeah. right. I don't listen to those marks. <laughs> exactly. Nick was, <laughs> Nick was born in the chat. And he Bold. just chatted the chat. Bold right and quiet. We appreciate everybody that calls in here. And if it goes bad, I do apologize, but there's a lot more people watching than there is people you're going to tell. So, And if it creates a good moment, who gives a fuck? Exactly. Steve in Nashville. Boom. Yeah. All time. All time. Great call. Still use the commercial. Should feel good about that call if you're Steve in Nashville. Gumpy. Great call. Nice job, pal. Got a job out of it. Mm -hmm. Everybody is looking to climb the mountain of Lombo. Who will get to the mountaintop and hoist Lombardi up into the sky in the desert of Phoenix this season? Joining us now is a man that got to experience what that climb is like, what that lift of that trophy is like, what that celebration is like. A man who played 16 years of left tackle. A man who's beloved in numerous cities. Walter Payton Man of the Year. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Whitworth. Oh, you're in there. Oh, power zone. I'm in here, baby. How it? Oh! Uh, You deserve that. You earned that. Congratulations, and thank you for joining us. I know you're busy as hell today. Oh, no. Power. Oh, man, it's awesome. It's going to be a great day. I get the chance to be a part of the Panther celebration. It's going to be fun. Okay, we'll call you back. It's on our end, I think, not yours. California's already having a power show. Uh Uh Not good. (laughs) Not good. Don't love that. Oh. Yeah, get the guitar out. There was a game, but power went lame. 
So far's the name, and it's a goddamn shame. They don't have water, and they don't got power. Come on, Whitworth, need you in the third hour. I wonder if we're ever going to be able to connect to him again. Is there no Wi-Fi? I'm guessing the cell service in there is They've got to have good Wi-Fi. terrible. No, yeah. they have to have good Wi-Fi, right? Because that's the suites. Suites everywhere. Everybody needs good internet yeah. to be a part of it. That's the only way I'm going Every to new a, stadium. That's, all, that's the only way I'm going to a game. He's yeah, he's got to go into a suite then. Get him in one of the chairs. It should be everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now. It's going to be perfect. Yeah. The game is going to be perfect, as is this conversation. Walter Payton, Man of the Year, Super Bowl champion. On his left hand right now, he has a ring the size of a baseball cap. It looks small because he is massive both on the field and off the field. Ladies and gentlemen, Amazon Thursday Night Football analyst, analyst Andrew Whitworth. Yeah! Yeah! It was our fault. Was that our fault? Yes! Yeah! We'll call it whoever's fault. Let's go, man. I'm glad, I'm glad to be on here with you guys. We are so thankful you got time to join us here on this very busy day. I know you were part of the banner celebration this evening. This morning you were doing stuff. You're one of the faces of the Los Angeles Rams in L.A. and you're a Super Bowl champ, so we appreciate you so much. Let's go back to one year ago this time. Did you all feel like the team was a team that was going to go on a Super Bowl run? Was that kind of the vibe around the building? And have you been around the team this year? Does it feel the same damn way? You know, it really was. I think last year we felt like we had a team that could be really successful. With Matthew Stafford joining us, uh, he's a special football player and somebody who the locker room loved immediately and realized why he was so good at what he does. So I think we felt really good. But you go and look at this year, I think their roster is only even better than it was at this time last year. People forget they didn't have Odell. They didn't have Von Miller when they started the season last year. Um, And you still had a great start to the season. So I feel like right now adding Bobby Wagner, Allen Robinson, they got as good a shot as anybody. Wait, what's that relationship like with McVeigh and Matthew Stafford? We hear how close it is. I know you're super tight with McVeigh as well. Were they, like, did it go smooth from day one? It seems like those guys were meant to be together. Yeah, it really is. I I thought it was really cool. I think it's the first time in Sean McVay's coaching career where he had really what I would call a peer as his quarterback. You know, with Jared, it wasn't anything against Jared as much as he's he's teaching him what he wanted to do and explaining to him every offensive look and defensive pressures and coverage and all that. But with Matthew, he's experienced it all. So he he almost had someone to equally talk to about what we want to do week in and week out. Matthew's done a lot of the things that he might want to do and say, I either liked it or I didn't like it. And so they was able to have kind of a peer-to-peer conversation coach and player and I think they just fed off each other all year long and you really saw it as we went into the last half of the season kind of take off for us offensively do you think that was decided when they were down in Cabo with you getting boozed up (laughs) that you think that that's when that whole uh, relationship started was it like immediately there were like immediate kind of uh, good relationship on the same page and everybody that knew and saw them interact knew they were going to have greatness together I think so. I mean, you saw them interact. Uh, you know, it was it was definitely a, a love at first sight in Cabo. Let's call it that. But, you know, it's one of those things. It's much like my game today, right? I'm not suiting up, putting pads on. There was tequila and tacos. What? It's going to be the same thing I'm going to be doing today. I'm not putting on any pads. I'm not drinking any Gatorade and electrolytes. I'm going to have some tequila, some tacos, and watch them do their thing. Okay, well, I can't wait to watch what you get into this season. I mean, if tonight's opening night, we already got tequila. Tacos. Couple beers. Cervezas. Hey, we appreciate you joining us, man. It's going to be a busy season. You excited to do Thursday Night Football? I'm looking forward to it, man. Covering the game, talking about the passion I have for it and all the players that play it, man. 
this game's given me so much. I can't wait to just be a part of talking about what it's doing for other people. You think you needed this, right, TV? So, Because, I mean, you played a long time, dude. Long time. And I watched that video that NFL uh, Films picked up. NFL Films is unbelievable. But that moment where you talk to your kids, you're like, hey, daddy's going to be home a little bit more. Daddy's going to be doing this. That's obviously a very important part of your life. You're a great human. We know that. Walter Payton Man of the Year. But when you play that long and experience the success that you've experienced in the boys, do you think you need to be a part of the game still and media was definitely going to be an option regardless? Yeah, I think so. I think for me, really, my kids got to watch what the game did for for not only myself, but for them and their lives and the opportunities they've gotten to have. And so talking about it, being a part of it, I think they're as passionate about it as anything. They they text me now. They're old enough to have their little phones, you know, that I'm doing a good job or they're watching me on TV. So I think it kind of gives them a reason to keep watching the game themselves and understand all the things that really they've benefited from and been privileged to be a part of. And so for our family, football is, is everything. I mean, it's it's the game that's given us the pedestal we have and the opportunities we have in life uh, and the chances to give back. So we look forward to giving back to it and being a part of it for a long time. Man, we're lucky to have you in the football community. And I know that the Rams felt very lucky to have you towards the end of your career. You instantly became a leader, instantly became a pillar of that team. You go on to win a Super Bowl. Then you retire to go to Amazon and uh, live your life. Is the offense line going to be all right? Hey, wait, listen. They just paid Havenstein, right? They just paid him a three-year, $34.5 million deal with $24.1 million guaranteed. Atta baby. Yeah. Congratulations oh, on the back. Big fellas. Yeah, but are they good? Is the offense line going to be good? You know everybody in that room, right? Losing you is a big fucking deal, I think. It is in the sense of when you lose a veteran presence, there's always going to be some kind of turnover there. But I think Rob is built for that. That's why he's awarded this deal. He's the guy they're going to lean on to be that guy. And Joseph Noteboom's going to step in and do a great job. When he's had to play throughout his career, he's done excellent. And I don't see him being any different as a starter. I think he's going to do a great job for them and, and a great task tonight blocking Von Miller, that's for sure. Oh. Wait, what, uh, going back to your days in Cincinnati quick, do you think playing in Cincinnati and practicing every single day where next to the plant where they're smashing up gravel and build, making concrete and driving trucks around right around the, the facility and the outside of the field, did that, that kind of help build your grit and your wind, I guess, to inhale all that for 12, 15 years before you went out there to L.A.? Yeah, it now exists in my beard, so you can kind of see it. Some of the dust in the it's granules. It's hard to now, see the beard. Yeah, you got to rain. They're, they're in there. They're, they're all in there. That, I think that's what happened to the hair and my beard. It went white <laughs> fast playing in that dust. Hey, when you go from Cincy to L.A., culture shock, big change, tough decision, I assume, because you were part of the fabric of that Bengals team. It was. It was a tough decision, but it was something I was ready for. I needed a new challenge, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was night and day. Let's say that's, that's the uh, understatement of the day. They're building an indoor facility now. Hey, yeah. did you see that? Hey, come on. They're stepping up. Joe Burrow's got them moving, baby. Yeah, we yeah. had him on earlier. It's a couple LSU guys, a couple of national champions uh, on the show. Super Bowl champion Andrew Whitworth joining us right now. When you think of Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and them being on the same exact page, all that shit we heard about them going in 530 in the morning watching film together, being on, is that all real? Is that, is that, is that, and how big and how much better can they get, you think, with an entire offseason together now? Sky. Think about their relationship and, and really what's happened over the last few years, that development of being together. I think they're only going to make bigger steps and bigger strides because now they know more about things they tried last year they're going to do differently. I think you're only see that relationship improve. And now adding a guy like Allen Robinson to this offense with the Rams, it's going to be really special. Darius Butler, your question for Witt. As we might lose you, we understand. Big Witt, how does the body feel right now? Obviously, it's kickoff Sunday. You've been playing this game for a long, long time. No training camp, no offseason work. But how does the body feel? And what's the likelihood 
Uh-oh. Let you pull a Tom Brady on us. Uh-oh. Come back out of retirement. The likelihood's not good. The body feels great, uh, but I'm enjoying being a, a spectator. Let's put it that way. I've, I've put enough time in. There's not a lot of glorious things about taking on a Nick Bosa bull rush. Uh, I think I've eaten that in the face enough times. James Harrison, <laughs> Terrell Suggs over the years. Uh, I'm going to enjoy, like I said, having me a cocktail and watching these guys do their things. And uh, you know what? I'll, I'll sit on the side and be their biggest cheerleader. Hey, what you have to change as you got older? At the position, because you're taking on these guys. You just listed off yeah. just a few guys, <laughs> let alone decade and a half worth of dudes. What what changed as you got older? You probably got smarter, but body, anything changed? Did you get better? Did you yeah, feel? Yeah, definitely. I think you really look at my career, it's pretty easy to see. Over my career, I lost a lot of weight. I mean, it was probably 35 pounds less towards the end of my career I played at. So it was really about mobility and the ability to move. You, you went from facing... James Harrison and Terrell Suggs, who were going to run right down the middle of you and try and knock you into the quarterback, to really a new era of these athletes who have all the duck unders and the ghost rushes and you know spin moves and everything else. So and you know, these hand chops and hand things you see Aaron Donald do. You had to learn how to move your feet, be mobile, and really be able to play strong, but also move at the same time. So the game changed, and I had to change with it. And that really was one of the biggest things to me that was at my focus every offseason is how do I keep being able to even though at 40 years old, keep up with these 23, 24, 25-year-old freaks, these aliens that I'm out there blocking every week. Well, you're one of those as well. You were wrestling <laughs> against uh, Jay Glazer in the offseason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was getting ready, old JG, getting in there. You guys rolling on the mats a little bit, fucking getting after it. You know, Jay's a great strategist. He always likes to have you come in, work out for two hours. He shows up for the last 30 minutes and wants to go, no time rest. You know, let's wrestle. Smart. Get you worn out before he gets a hold of you. And then he's going to post the video and talk about, you know, wearing you out on the mat. That's that's amazing. Go ahead, Darius. What are you going to ask? No, you you start naming those names. I want to put you on the spot. Give me the top three toughest pass rushers you face in your 16 years. Uh, Let's see. I mean, for me, I got to go with guys that, uh, you know, will always kind of have my number. Dwight Freeney. I thought Dwight Freeney, when it's third and eight, he's one of the most lethal guys in the league. I mean, it always was. I thought John Abraham was really special. And then, you know, probably if I had to go next on that list, it's probably somewhere between Von Miller and like a Khalil Mack I thought were really special. And then the next guy, if you talk about four, it's probably DeMarcus Ware. Hey, that's a great list. I think anybody would take oh, that. Yeah. The fact that you had to play against all those dudes is wild. Uh, Von Miller going to the other team, going to be a problem tonight, you think? Or how do you see this evening's game going now that you're a pundit as opposed to a player? You know, I think the real thing that, that surprised me and shocked me with Von Miller is not just his ability to play and what he does to affect the game, but his locker room presence was out of this world. It's not something I would have thought of knowing him. Like, I always thought of him as kind of a quiet guy. But in the locker room, his ability to challenge people like Aaron Donald, to challenge other other guys in the, in the whole entire locker room of what it meant to you to go chase a trophy – and really, day in and day out, that process, I was really impressed with. So I, I think not only his effect in the game, but probably what he's done to improve that defense and make those guys respond to him and his challenges is going to be a big factor tonight. Ty Schmidt. Wait, you mentioned all those guys who are the toughest guys uh, to going against you, and you just mentioned Aaron Donald. Being up close and practicing with that guy and seeing him every day, do you think, is there any defensive lineman that's ever been better than him? I, me personally, I mean, my vote, no. I, I think Aaron Donald is the best player that's ever played that position. Um, I think when you check the boxes of whether it's power, speed, intelligence in the game, a feel for the game, 
work ethic. I mean, not only is he one of the best players in NFL history, he's the hardest working player I've ever seen. And you normally would say that about an undrafted guy or somebody who's not your most talented. He's the hardest working guy I've ever been around. So I I don't think it's a box he doesn't check off. So to me, he's got to be the greatest at his position ever. We appreciate you taking time for us. We know you're hanging out with, uh, you know, maybe superstars this morning. You got a banner celebration this evening. Some tequila. Some tacos. Have fun, man. We appreciate. Got to get it while you can, guys. Got to get it while you can. It's been a fun. It's been a fun day, and I can't wait for tonight. Hell yeah! Enjoy yourself, Wait, ladies and gentlemen. Super Bowl champion Andrew Wayward. Yeah. So he's he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. If you're going to game tonight, may bring your own little fucking Wi-Fi pack. Yeah, you should. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Bring around. What's going on out there, AJ? Is it Wi-Fi? I thought they had like I thought they had a thousand up, thousand down out there. I feel like he was like in the media one, and then every time he got off the field, like when he got on the field, in it was between, good. yeah. So it was the in between. So mm. in the tunnel, different. It's probably. like when you're outside your house. Yep. And it connects yeah. to yeah. your phone. Oh yeah. And it bounces between house Wi-Fi and service, and then you're kind of fucked. And it's like, well, <laughs> if you have two of them, shouldn't they at least overlap each other? You're supposed to be a smartphone. Okay. Why don't you be a smartphone and fucking maybe have one just take over the other? But my dumbass phone goes, no, I'm actually going to cut them both off. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a good 15, 30 seconds before we, feel, oh, shit, and then connect to the wrong one again. What's the deal? I mean, I'm done with it. You got to fix it. It's a $10 billion stadium. Okay. Can't be having any fucking dead spots in there. All right. Figure it out. Make sure you can access your phone from every <laughs> square inch of that stadium, including the bowels. That's how Cronky thought it was going to be when he. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was telling him that was the case whenever he was paying for it when it was an extra six bill mm-hmm. on top. Yeah. yeah. You got Wi Fi in every fucking part of this. Every Cronky goes, I'm paying an extra four hundred million dollars for this. this is every every fucking inch has it. And then Wit pops on day one here. Dropped out five six times. Yeah. Can't Doesn't work at it all. It was like locker room Wi Fi from like being a player. Oh, you think his phone hasn't retired yet? He has. Oh, <laughs> his phone didn't know that they retired. Possible. That might phone be, didn't yeah. know. Good call, Z. That's a great call, Zito. All right, let's go to the five energy phone line. Speaking of who was he with this morning? Kamish. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I told him. I said uh, Bruce or Roger? Mister Goodle. It's not Bruce. Yeah, Goodle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bruce. What's cool, man? He's awesome. He's he follows, very well spoken. He'll be great on TV. He follows along with uh, our program. He watches clips on Twitter, I think, because I'll see nice. like a like from. That's how I found out that he had any idea of the fuck we were. I met him one time at a fight. He was with McVeigh. It was a full dap up. He's a big fucking guy. He was Huge. awesome. Had a beer. It was very nice to me. And then he he'll see our shit on Twitter and you're like, I'm like, Andrew, what is this fucking? Does he have a social media team? You know, is this a mm. team like saying hey? So follow him back. Start DMing number. I mean, we text each other. He's Boom. a good guy. Yeah. Let's go. He's a fucking good guy. Yeah, he Great told guy. us a lot about Jay Glazer there, though. I don't know if I can trust his clips anymore. What are you saying? It sounds mean? like he's swindling us when he's doing his whole entire work. He's Jay Glazer. That guy played in the NFL for 16 years. What do you want Jay Glazer to do? That's true. He's 40. Jay Glazer's, Glazer's fucking 50. 60. What? <laughs> Jay. I thought Jay was like 38. Yeah. Oh. What is Jay? For real? Body of a 38 year old. He's 50? Yeah, 52. <laughs> He's got to be He's two years old. No way. Wow. Really? Jesus. I'll okay. Thank that. God. He looks great. I agree. That's what we're saying, though. But also, the 40 year old thing is not an excuse. Remember, he and I almost got into a little. Yeah. Role. He tried to save yeah. you off the stage. Mm-hmm. He did. I'm... You and Jay? Yeah, I started doing the shoulder thing that he posts videos of him mm-hmm. doing all the time. And I've never done it before. So I thought, Radio Row, he comes on the show. 
We say hello to each other. Perfect time to do it. Well, friendly. I don't even know how to get into it. I've just yeah. seen it happen. It's like a, you know, what is it, AJ? You know what it is? I don't know. I don't really. I've never really done it either. Me, I've never done it. I've only seen it on the internet. I picked it up pretty quick though. It's like a D line kind of thing they do, peck or like peck. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you go sh- shoulder to shoulder, peck to peck, and then you arms, and then you're doing it again on this side. It's like a full. I think it's a jujitsu thing too, mm-hmm. like momentum mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. I said, AJ, hey, good to see you. And I literally grabbed him and went straight to the peck, and then <laughs> yeah. I. Then I did it on the other side, and he, he caught the flow pretty he quickly. Did. Watch this. Watch <laughs> it. And he, he started. He wasn't like, we're not, hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this, Jay Glazer said. Respect. I did have almost a pivot moment, though, where I was like, don't do it to Jay Glazer. You're going to judo toss him? Yeah, yeah judo toss him off the stage. This is Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer deserves respect. Do not do what you're about to do. But I was in cowboy boots. Not, it was on carpet. What if he's saying the same thing to his friends, though? I had a moment. I was about to toss Pat right off his own stage. No, I said, hey, uh, yeah, I started up. to feel that from him. Like, I started to feel like he was, oh, oh, where are we? Are we doing this right <laughs> are now, Are we Jay? doing this? Like, in, my, yeah, in my head, I was having a full, like, all right, are we? Oh, I've been there. I've been there a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't know. what. The, are we? And then, obviously, we both stopped. Oof. I was like, all right, Jay, great to see you, that man. Moment. He sat down. Like, oh, my God, this would have been awesome. Because yeah. I think in his head, he was. I mean, there was some real. I mean, he blasted you back. He. He did try to. He came in. He's got good leverage, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Low man with. It's true. <laughs> He's got a podcast. Jay's got a podcast. He does. Uh, unbreakable. He, Sean McVay was on it. Yep. How does he feel about Ty? He oh, loves hates Ty, my guts. Hates his guts. Hates him. Well, he said he likes me. He said he. But yeah, but he I, hates Yeah, you. I'm pretty sure he hates my guts. You think he runs you, tries to run you off the stage, or you guys start going pack to pack? Yeah, he definitely is trying to fucking judo t- toss me onto that table. That's yeah. awesome. And there was that time where he was reporting kind of serious stuff, like, and people were replying to him. Yep, you knew that two weeks. <laughs> Jay knew. Yeah, Jay knew. It's true. It's true, though. Yeah, the guy did yeah know. that was that a compliment. Know. That was out of respect. Um, five Hour Energy has a new flavor. Ooh. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We got to do our... Not yet. They do have a new flavor. Let's Haven't cry. tried it yet. Just cracked it open. We'll try it here in a second. Heck Hawaii yeah. Breeze. Ooh. Oh, that sounds delicious. That cool sounds bottle. unbelievable. It act- yeah, it does sound. That's got to be great. The, oh, um, the pink and... That's like a Vice oh, City bottle. Sweet color. Oh, my God. We'll talk about that in a second. We got to do predictions here. Because I do believe Darius has to bounce here in a little bit. We'd like to get him on the record. This evening's game has a two and a half point spread where they're reigning, defending. Super Bowl champions who are at home are getting points. Mm. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, who are the odds on favorite to win the Super Bowl, are traveling to Southern California, a place that's a bad Wi Fi yeah. and potential power issue. But tonight's game will go off without a hitch unless Ozzy Osbourne shuts that whole thing down. Oh, yep. Let's do our official predictions for this evening's game. AJ Hawk, you like. I like the Rams at plus two and a half. Okay. I'd like the over as well. Okay, Ooh, Rams plus two and a half and an over for A.J. Hawk. Ooh. Darius Butler, you like the Rams from the very beginning. Has anything changed today? Nothing's changed. Rams uh, two and a half. I like the over two with A.J. Wow. All right, all right. Too. Okay, and I don't want to be too boring to start this 2022 season that is going to be better than any season that has ever happened in the past. Uh-huh. I, too, like the Rams <laughs> – Plus two and a half and the over. The more and more we talked about it, the more and more I like what these offenses are going to show up and do early. Michael Lombardi saying last week, and I will blame him for sure, sure. He said the good teams actually show up fast. I just have a fear that there's a chance that maybe an offense season figured it out. They're a little rusty. But just the thought of what Matthew Stafford is saying about his elbow, another year with Cooper Cup, Josh Allen being Josh Allen, and Josh Allen 
seemingly only getting better and better and better. I think the over is going to hit as well. We like the Rams. We like the over. Our uh, parlay for a no-sweat bet on FanDuel, if you want to ride alongside of us or do another bet, is the Rams' money line. Should have probably taken the two, two and a half. Could have. Yeah. If it nope, was, I if, love it. If it was three. Anyways, Rams money line, Cooper Cup touchdown, Allen Robinson touchdown, Josh Allen over 225 pass yards, Matthew Stafford over 225 pass yards. I feel good about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just well, I just ran it through right there in my head. I absolutely yeah. love this. We're, let's go. Let's, let's start go. hot. Come on, What's boys. the final odds? Let's start. It was oh, at it's plus, dropping. It was at plus oh, 800. Shit. It's still dropping? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it moved to plus 700. Get in now. Oh. Okay. Obviously, get in now. I think it is dropping. Because yeah. a lot of people are seeing this. It's going. a great parlay, I think. Thank yeah. you. And it's pretty yeah. long. Plus 800 is what it started Oh, yeah. At. Great odds. A lot of legs. That's long. That's a big payday. 10 bucks to win 80. I just got it for plus 800. Okay. So oh, it's yeah. plus 800. Okay. No, you can make that your no sweat Z. bet. Where Z, make that trade, I sent you. If you win, you get 80. <laughs> if not, you go back 10, and no trades will be happening. Nope. Today in Bruce's league, AJ nope. should have shown up at the fucking four-hour draft yesterday. Definitely. If you wanted to have a say, now it is time to do our Super Bowl prediction. This Super Bowl will be hosted in Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. in February. It'll be a glorious time. We will have finished an entire season that was electrifying. A playoff run that people said, "Wow, will anything ever top this again?" Then we will arrive in the desert. AJ, which team will be dancing in the confetti? Which team will be up on that stage with who's calling this year's Super Bowl? Fox. Fox. Greg Olson. Greg Olson. Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart. Kevin nice. and nice. Kevin Burkhart doing the interview Rick. celebrating. Who will it be AJ Hawk? So even though I have this team uh, losing tonight, I'm taking the Bills out of the AFC to make the Super Bowl. Okay. And I have them playing against Surprise, surprise, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And who's winning? I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win and Tom to ride off into the sunset and Damn. go right to Fox. Another wow. Bills Super Bowl loss. That's plus 750, to the Tom. Buffalo Bills fan. Maybe it's just Charlie Weiss. I'm, I'm, you know, I heard his comments saying Tom's definitely going to win. Maybe he's, he's skewing my vision a little bit, but I'm still taking Tom. Charlie Weiss is certainly a guy that should obscure everything <laughs> you were thinking in mm-hmm. any situation. Darius Butler. Who will be playing in the Super Bowl? Who will be winning the Super Bowl? Before I even give my pick, give you a quote with great late Steve Sable. Life is good. Football is better. It'll be Los Angeles Chargers beating the Philadelphia Eagles nice. in the Super Bowl. Wow. Should have Sirianni's quote. Staley and Sirianni. <laughs> I would assume Sirianni has used Plenty of Steve Sable quotes Mm -hmm. in team meeting rooms. Yep. Oh, yeah. Steve Sable, founder of NFL Films, obviously a 33rd owner in the NFL, a lovely production company that both Darius and we will be working alongside this season. It is an honor. I will have. I didn't know we're in the NFC. It's going to be the Green Bay Packers. Hell, yeah. Mm -hmm. In the AFC. It is going to be the Buffalo Bills. It's going to be the Buffalo Bills. Bills, Packers, okay. Who's winning? Aaron Rodgers and the boys sail off into another ayahuasca trip as Super Bowl champions. Hell yeah! That's the year. Okay. 
That would be sick. Yeah, it would. Yeah, obviously. He's I don't want him to retire, though. If he wins, come back and do it again. No, you said it. Once you win, you want to get another one. No, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, three years. Tom, if Tom wins, then he goes to Fox. Aaron, play a few more years. I'll tell you what, Matt Ryan and the Colts are just sitting right there. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right in front of my yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. They might take a year to get a, yeah. Exactly. Settle sure. in a little bit. Might take a year. Let Matt mature a little What's bit. What's that? Who knows? No, I'm just glad you went with your, you know, your head, not your heart. Good pick. Good pick. Oh, Bills, yeah. Packers, good picks. Yeah. Packers got a defense, right? Yes, they do. Oh, yeah. Everybody's saying they got like a real defense. What if Trey Lance is a monster? Oh, yeah, Trey Lance is a monster. The Niners had. are going to be serious. I mean, Zito, uh, top three on Dan Zeus list. Hmm. Plus 2,500, my parlay. All right. What are the Eagles? Plus 2,000 to win this one? Yeah. It's a bold choice. I like it, D-Butt. Yeah, I think they take I think they take the NFC. I like any time somebody goes outside the first ring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I did not do that, but I like when others you do. You do like it. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I did cool. that with the Cowboys. I think yeah, it really be, worked out. Yeah. Well, the Cowboys really let a, let everybody down in the Cowboy Nation a couple years ago. True. Darius, we appreciate the hey, hell appreciate out of you. Hey, appreciate you guys. We appreciate the hell out of you, D-Buck. We'll see you next week, pal. Yes, sir. Probably maybe in the Thunderdome. Oh, hell yeah. It's going to be in the Thunderdome. Maybe. Sure. I mean, maybe. Huh? Hopefully. Is Hawkeye's done? Uh, no, Hawkeye. come on, Tony. What? Come is on. an empty room yeah. in the corner. You think, I, you think I'm in control of that? Talk to Mayor AJ. Pete, bro. Oh, come on. Talk to Mayor Pete. Pete. You think it's logistics? Transportation, logistics. Let's go to the phones here, the 500 phone line. And um, we would like to let everybody know that football is finally here. And 500 Energy has a big announcement to get on, get in on the celebrate. Who? Bruce. 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 Put all his effort into the family. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Bruce. Jeez. He's got a lot going on. Football. He's a commissioner of a league that has a seven-hour draft. Yes, mm-hmm. that is going to be. Football is finally here, and Five Hour Energy has a big announcement to get in on the celebration. Okay. Not Bruce's fault, my fault. Clearly says it right there. There's a new flavor of Five Hour Energy, Hawaiian Breeze. We will find out how good it is live here in a moment. Get it now exclusively available on 5hourenergy.com only for the month of September. Okay. I believe this is a trial run. Yep. Ah. You can use promo code MACFEE to receive 10% off your order at 5 Hour Energy. You get boxes like this. Sweet. You see this? So instead of going to a damn uh, gas station and just getting one at a time where they have the front open and you're like, oh, thank uh-huh. you for this, mm-hmm. get a whole box. Go ahead and set that thing right next to the door on your way out. Boom, put it in your pocket. Lunchtime comes around. I go and get this the rest of the afternoon. I'm out of here. Because that's what 5 Hour Energy has done. They've got a lot of great flavors. They do. Mm-hmm. And will Hawaiian Breeze be the next one that we compliment? Possibly. I assume so. I think that's going to be very good. With that bottle? I'm a berry guy through and through, okay? Mm. You're going to have to really show me some shit, Hawaiian Breeze. The, sp- the spray of other products of Hawaiian Breeze smells very good. So like, I love Hawaii. Got engaged in Hawaii. Yeah. 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 Was going to get married in Hawaii. They yeah. shut down the whole island, but I love Thanks, Hawaii. COVID. Yeah, that bottle reminds me of a sunset I've seen in photos. Yes. Which one? Oh. Here's, to, here's to the NFL season, AJ. Here's to it. Here's to maybe our new favorite flavor. Here's to the breezes. It blows to the treeses. <laughs> and the surgeons that fix all the dudes' kneeses. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Those things Bars. tease and please. <laughs> and they Cure disease. Cure, cure disease. disease. That's right. Yep. Here's the Hawaiian breeze. Down the hatch. <laughs> Put that a Hallmark card. <laughs> Is that the last line? What's it taste like? Oh, this is very... Oh, there we go. That's genuine Let's reaction. Let's go. That's very delightful. It's like Big Ben's podcast. Football. 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 When he tastes beer, he does, a, he does all that. More beer. Wow. 
That's Z. fresh meat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was really, hey, that was really good. Oh, that's the sound you guys were doing? Like a refreshing sound in the back there. Uh-huh. In the, Let's in go. The I'm excited to try it. Like, what's it taste like for real? Why? It's, it's just delightful. That's what like it tastes fruity? like. It's like a fruity, nice, sweet drink? Yes, it does. It's no, it tastes like poop. What do you mean? Hawaiian breeze. Of course it tastes delicious. <laughs> Go to 5hourenergy.com. You're right. I don't even know why I even question it. They're sponsored, Ty. I'm trying to get him to explain what the new the new whole process is. Oh, thank you for being such a good businessman. Yeah. yeah. AJ, we appreciate it. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. I bet Jay Glazer hates Ty so much. <laughs> no, I way. don't doubt it. Like you get, no. you have, he doesn't have a monster lisp like that. Pictures is on the wall. It's a no. fucking character, Jay. All right? I'm it's sorry. It's a compliment. You're Jay, right. It's a compliment. fucking Christ. I'm it's sorry. It's Jason, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It is. It's not Jay. Sorry, Bob. It's different. He has talked since Jason Glazer has debuted on the internet and been seen by a lot of people. So I think they're good. I think you guys are all good. Yeah. Jay gets it. Jay's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. He said he loves... If he got too boozed up, like drank oh. one too many bottles of wine, I could see him swinging on me if we were in the same. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's going to be an efficient punch, too. Yeah. Oh, he's going right on the button. Yeah. Bam. Not Straight. one of you to Jay. Guys fucking training with Daniel Cormier. Little, Are you kidding? Little combo. Dude, he, I was in Jay's gym. Unbreakable. L.A. Guy walked in looking like Gary Brackett. Just kind of bad body. A little smaller than he thought. I break bones on his shirt. I've told the story before. Mm-hmm. So that guy might, must be training somebody. I mean, nope. That guy's fighting John Bones. That's the heavyweight he champion of the world. <laughs> what? DC? Yeah. Yes. And then he started training. Because I, I was probably hungover. I'm in L.A. What do you want from me? I was in there working out just because a couple of my friends worked there. And I was just waiting for them to finish. So I might as well get a workout in. I'm in the corner. There's like two film crews in there filming like different documentaries going on. This gym is like the spot in L.A. And I'm in the corner lifting. That guy walks in with a whole team with shirts. I break bones, and I'm like, I just got done boozing with Bones Jones like two weeks ago. There ain't no way that – who in that group is going to be fighting him? The, the guy in the front right there. That's Danny Cormier, like one of the toughest guys of all time. I'm like, well, I was with Bones. I don't know if he's got it. And then I saw this guy start training. I was like, holy fuck, this guy is a different animal right here. He Wrestling training, then he went into a full fight. Like I just sat there and watched hungover kind of in the corner – and it was like, damn, these fighters train different. He was – obviously, he's gone on to become double champ, be loved by everybody, and an incredible commentator. But when he walked in, I was just like, nah, <laughs> I don't think so. That's what Jay Glazer does, though. He's connected to everybody. I think he would love you, Ty. He I hope so. Absolutely. He loves Ty Schmidt. Uh, the queen has died. Rest in peace. Long may she reign. Long. I don't think so because they already got the king. Yeah, true. She reigned for a long time. Long may he reign. Now. Long reign she did. Yeah, well said. Did they get back to see her? I know a lot of family was trying to get back there to see her. I believe they did. Which family? All of her family. I don't well, know. All of them or? Harry and the girl from here that he married that with Oprah. Oh. Those, those two went over. Sure. Okay, okay. So they bygones be bygones here. Uh, I don't know if they made it before the death. Did they? Well, planes these yeah, days. True. So many delays. Mm-hmm. They fly I hope they did. Just for the human aspect of the whole thing. It's tough to think about that because it's a... Did they put that podcast out? They got didn't they get fifty mil for a podcast? Yeah. I need to. I want to listen to it. I bet it's good. I like that we just kind of let him sit in that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't react to his little game. <laughs> nope. nope. We didn't. React. I was asking we questions. We didn't react to his little game. <laughs> no. Nope. We let him just sit in it. That was awesome by us. Rest in peace, Air Queen. All right, peace. peace All right, Let's go to the front. Let's go to Ashton and Boulder. That is really good. Still getting a little bit of the. Uh, Let's go. Aftertaste. Lingering. It's like refreshing. It tastes oh. like. It doesn't taste like poop. So we got a new one. 
No, it does not taste like poop. It's nowhere near poop. Now, to be clear, I don't think I've had poop. I was going to say we could grab one of these bums from out here, have them Mm. drink it, and see what they think. Hey, what do you think? Let's go to the fronts. Close or no? Let's go to Ashton (laughs) in Boulder, Colorado. Ashton, what's going on, pal? Hey, when you're playing at Denver, what are some of the things you have to adjust to with the thin air as a punter? And then on the other side for AJ, when you're running sideline to sideline, jumping over people, does the altitude get to you and how legit is it? Thank you, Ashton, for your question. That was a great question. Right to it. Uh, The thing that I had to avoid most towards the end of my career was all the dispensaries. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, the ball definitely traveled further. (laughs) Loved going there. Pooch punting was difficult. You had to account for it. But I, I think I blasted a touchback, I don't know, 14, 15 yards deep into the end zone one time. Uh, so it definitely helps. Sweet. It definitely is awesome. And I love that city up there. How about you, AJ? Was that a real thing? I, uh, not like a whole lot to me. I think they, they, it's overblown. They have the sign before you walk out that says you're a mile high, and they try to scare you with the altitude and leading up to it in the week, like the while you talk about it. I've said before, I feel like if you didn't talk about it, there's a lot of your team that wouldn't say anything after the game. They wouldn't be like, oh, I was gassed today. Like, I didn't – that thin air had me. I just think you build it up in your brain, and sometimes it makes it more, a bigger deal than it actually is. AJ Placebo Hawk here saying that yeah. Denver's fake. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not fake at all. No, no, it's not. Like, when fighters go to Mexico City and fight and it's high altitude, that, that has issues and stuff like that. I just think for one football game, I don't know, at least – I. The guys that I played there a few times, guys weren't dying all over the place. I loved going up there. I fucking loved the ball goes further there. I think golfers hit balls there that are just like next level. Oh, early on, I had like a double overtime game with Favre there early on in my career. I believe we won, and I was like, "Oh, we were just double overtime in Denver. Like we're fine, we're okay." Oh, that made you guys feel so. You, well, I was like, you legitimized oh, altitude it? talk. Can do anything? Oh, okay, so because it does say you are at five thousand two hundred and eighty feet above sea level or whatever, right on the sign. Smart. That is very smart of them. I think so too. Everywhere should do that, and then people are like, "Wait, this is Green Bay's twelve thousand feet." Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? Twelve thousand feet. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> three, three miles. Guys. <laughs> Everybody should try it. You guys better be sleeping in hyperbaric chambers leading into Green Bay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Things Everest. You know what I mean? We're playing on top of Everest over there, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Let's go to the phones here, Five Energy Phone. Let's go to Bobby in Jersey. Bobby, what's going on, pal? Great to hear from you again. Hey, boys. Happy Thursday. Football's back. I hope you're as pumped as I am. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, my question is for uh, Boston Mark. Yeah, I just want to know if he ever uh, woke up and smelled the quail's coffee yet because uh, the Patriots – are dead. Oh. oh! I mean, that guy, you couldn't come up with anything better than that. Well, he brought up quills. I, mean, well, well, I, mean, I love what Bobby like Boston did. Mark like he said yeah. Yeah, Boston good. Mark, Boston quills. Boston Mark was pretty good. And Patriots being dead. I mean, that was a pow, pow, pang right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, no, I still haven't gone to quills. How was the quills today that you guys got? Was it good? It's, or? it's always good. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Yeah. Fucking went down spoon. What'd you guys PC, get? PC, Who's baby. working behind the uh, car today? Uh, fucking that cool guy. was working, yeah. Cool Peter. looking guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. We actually met Quill the Thrill himself. He yeah, cuts hair. The founder of Quills, madam. Coolest looking guy of all time, founder <laughs> of Quills. That's a problem. We can't start doing that. Just cool looking people. We can't just be like, Quill. Oh, well, why not? We well. can't do that. That can't be something we do. Because mm-hmm. Quills deserve, the standard is the standard. We can't just start throwing it all willy nilly around. Okay. I feel like I if thought. you know a guy who looks cool and you know, hey, that guy probably works at Quills, Boom. trust your intuition. What's up, Quill? AJ? No. I want to ask Con a question. Nope. Is it about Quill? Yes. Con, let's nope. say the Patriots do get blown out their first game. How, how 
everyone's going to overreact big time and write him off instantly, aren't they? Is Bill Belichick growing long hair, getting a nose piercing That'd tattoo? And what, is sweet. that why you're asking about this? What are you talking about? Is this not about Quill? <laughs> I want to go back to the caller. Yeah, this is not about Quill right now. Okay. This is about lied to me. I, I was excited for Quill talk. I thought we figured is it out. Is Quill his first name? No. Is it John Quill? Oh, a good call. John. I don't know. We Quill have to follow it up with Quill. It goes John by one William. name, like Tiger. Peter. Yeah, exactly. Peter Quill. Tiger who? Peter Quill? Well, Woods Tiger? would be the last oh. name. Serena, okay. Tiger, mm-hmm. Quill. Bono. Cher. Oprah. Queen. Dead. Rest in peace. <laughs> Justin. Beaver. Oh, Timberlake. Kind of a shot. By who? AJ. No, we both said at the same time. Beebs. Beebs canceled the rest of his tour, though, unfortunately. What? What? Because yeah, of his face thing. Face you know, Sean Mendez canceled a whole tour for his, he had severe like mental health situations. I'm like, man, that dude, you know you have to get insured to go on, on tour. Is he going to be able to get insurance in the future? I don't know. Because how can you? It's going to cost a ton, I guess. Go yeah. on tour. I mean, that's why... The WWE has been on tour for 34 <laughs> years, okay? They've been on tour for 30 years straight. So much work. Nuts. Michael Cole has been on tour for 25 years straight. He's missed one fucking show. Think about that. On the road, sleeping in hotels. Soldier for the cause, as my one coach used to say. Bro, for sure. Insane. But, like, just in general, life on the road is not easy. I, I, don't, I don't think I would have been able to make it if that was my full-time profession. I just – the discipline that you have to show, both – with the decisions that you make at certain times, but then the food, the drink, like everything, going on the road is not easy. There's no routine. There's no schedule. You got to, it's, I don't know how anybody does it, but I got massive respect for everybody that can. Yeah, it's wild that not like 50 people at the WWE weigh like 500 pounds because of all the food. Mm-hmm. It's just eating McDonald's. Every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drinking Where, coffee. What city are we in? Well, we're in, what are they known for here? Uh, pizza. Well, I thought every other city's known for pizza. Yeah, this city has pizza too. All right, I'll take two. Sounds of them. good. Yeah. I'll take two. Of them. That'd be very easy. Just put on this bus and I can just eat it and then keep moving. Who has the beer, the YSK? What? And then, boom, we'll wake up in another city, then we're off and running. Like the, the roadies, the, guy that, the guys that build everything for the WWE, those motherfuckers are stallions. We go to war, need to call those dudes. Uh-huh. Grinders. They are they're up they're, early. They're breaking down the arena probably till 7 a.m. the next day, aren't they? Breaking down things at night. Breaking it down at night. They're there past everybody else, loading it up. Then they have to be there before everybody else to yep. build the fucking thing. And in between, I don't think they're drinking water. Like I, I think they, these dudes go. Like you're talking. Yeah, I got nothing but respect for Nikki and the boys over there. They are pounding coffee in the side there, though. Yeah, they started. I started getting into the rotation. I'm gonna miss that man. I'm gonna miss doing SmackDown on Fridays. I'm gonna miss it a lot. You're awesome at it. What do you mean? I mean, you're born for that gig. I'm gonna miss it though. Here while I'm doing college game, very lucky and fortunate. This is a unique opportunity to do college game day. That literally is the only thing that could potentially derail that. I'm gonna miss SmackDown. The little things. I just started thinking about it. They do smash coffee. Yeah. They run me over shots now. I get shots of like espresso from the boys mm. in the middle of shows. I'm like, eh, my guys, because they see me obviously going, oh, well, it's been a long day. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Get a shot of coffee. Hey, here we go. You know, and then the, the everybody in the arena is always like, what was that shot of? Huh? What? what? Yeah. Yeah. He's bougie. They say coffee. Like, oh yeah. Okay. I'm like, it is. It is. Now. This little gummy you just on me, you know? <laughs> I don't know if that one has nothing in it, but you tell me. I'm going to miss the hell out of SmackDown and all the people over there. I've been getting so many text messages from people over there and messages as a whole. That's a good fucking group of people. Good group of people. But I'll be back. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Unless they find somebody who's just much better. and then Who's doing how, it? I don't know. I don't know if they've made an announcement. I have no idea. 
That's well, you do know. You just don't know if they made an announcement. Well. Yes. I know that there's – I know the names of who. They're bringing Adnan back? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and I, Adnan was not on the list of names that I heard, but he could be. I don't, I don't, I don't know who's making the decisions over there. You know what I mean? Wait Adnan was pretty good. Why does Lombo do his podcast without Adnan anymore now? Yeah, they just uh, drifted apart, kind of. Something happened. He wanted to focus on the cinephile podcast that he does. Oh, okay. So, what? Femi Abebefe is unbelievable. Okay, yeah, so don't you worry. Yeah. What was who was a? Uh, you just mentioned. I used context clues to figure out that you were talking about the new co-host of Michael Lombardi's podcast. Yes, goes by the name of Femi Abebefe. Sweet, can't wait to meet Femi one day. Let's go to the fence. Did they? I still follow Mad Dog Radio on Twitter. Should mm-hmm. I unfollow? No, I, I got no problems with them. I got no. no problems with them. I haven't been following them for. I was gonna say I followed them. They never followed me back. So I kind of said, "Hey, fuck these guys," and got rid of them. Yeah. That is the thing, though. I'll tell you what. I follow you on Twitter. You don't follow me back. All right. I will see you yeah. later. No thanks. See you. Especially, you know what I mean. I, I, I'll give a couple weeks. I'll give a couple weeks. Yeah, like, hey, you might not have noticed or whatever. Okay. Then if it doesn't go, it's like. I gotta be a massive fan of yours for this to continue. If not, I'm out of here. And I tried. I won't let you know. Maybe later we can figure it out. Maybe later we can mm-hmm. figure it out. But right now, it's relationship dead. Yeah. Speaking of relationships, I'm fucking happy Joey Burrow came on here. Yeah, yeah that was, was awesome. You think he enjoyed himself, AJ? You watched that. He walked off at the end. Obviously, we weren't telling him like, "Hey, can't, can't." I think he definitely enjoyed. Him. I think he was probably at a meeting in two minutes. You know, you know how that goes. And you're trying to do something in between. And for me, I know at least I'm like, "All right, look at the clock. I got ten minutes." Even though I, he was enjoying it, I'm, I was always nervous to get to my next meeting on time. Well, the walk off was a good gimmick too. It was. Yeah, it's like yeah. he wouldn't do that if he wasn't comfortable. I enjoyed. I thought he was everything I hear and see him do. I like him more. Like even his little fucking. I'd like to go to a dive bar. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's like it feels like he is Ohio fuck. You know what I mean? I just love hearing how he he doesn't want to lay on the field. He's not going to sit there. Like he doesn't want to miss a play. He's awesome. I missed one play. Beast. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like that. I, it is true. Like don't you don't need to lay on the field. You you hurt your wrist. You can walk off the field. What are you saying? You're I'm, saying there's exactly what I'm saying. You saying too much. Some people too dramatic out there. I don't mind if people lay in the field because they're tired or they're trying to slow the game down. I am completely fine with that. But if you have an upper body upper body injury and you lay on the field, sometimes I have issues with that. Okay. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Fair. I worry for your parents. Like I told my parents in second grade, if I'm on the field, I'm dead or I'm paralyzed. If I'm paralyzed, roll me off the field. Grade. Second grade. That, that's the Ohio fuck. Yeah, and I did. I never. I don't like. That's. I didn't lay on the field. I didn't want to scare my parents. Did, hey, pistol. Listen, listen, pistol. Yeah, you. I did though. I started playing in second grade. Yes, bro. His head was the size of this football. I had two already. older brothers. You think they would have let me lay on the field? They would have came and stomped me. Second grade. Little AJ Hawk walks up to pistol, turns his head down, looks up. Like if on. you see me laying on field, I'm fucking dead or paralyzed. And <laughs> walks off. Mm-hmm. Not exactly like that, but yeah. Based similar. Pistol's Pretty like, much. oh, you got it, Aaron. Way to go, Aaron James. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. I saw how worried parents get, and now I know as a parent, if my kid is laying on the field, I would be freaked out. All right, let's cover some things before we get the fuck out of here and before Hammer Don gives us a bunch of winners. Oh, yeah. uh, speaking of parents, Lamar Jackson and his mother, I believe, are the business side for Lamar Jackson. He has given... Uh, deadline of the first game uh, for negotiation window, basically, with the Baltimore Ravens to extend him to a contract that we assume will be massive. He just spoke yesterday about it when they asked him about an update and if the negotiation has stopped. Lamar Jackson gave a glimmer of hope for all Baltimore Ravens fans that maybe something will get done. Um, as of right now, you know, we're still talking. You know, the week's not over yet, but 
soon, soon, probably be a deadline, probably be cut off after this week. Okay. Mm. What does that mean? Because he's probably in the, he's in the middle of those conversations. He's there still sometime soon. Oh, yeah. We can still do this. You know, I was talking to old buddy yesterday. And we're having good conversations. He said something. I go, God, can't do it. I went off to period one. Did the, uh, did the drill. Did another thing. Dropped the ball in a bucket. Went back over. Huh? We say he's getting there. I mean, we're getting there. We still got some time to work. That's good news. He's open to negotiate. That's good faith. It sounds like from Lamar Jackson. Let's assume the same thing's happening from Baltimore. Will they put a contract in front of him before tomorrow or before this weekend that says like $180 million. Here's $180 million guaranteed dollars. It's not the 230 guaranteed that Deshaun got. We apologize for that. You've done everything right. There's no reason for you not to ask for at least a dollar more, but here's our best offer we can offer you right now with the money we have as ownership as a group and what the rest of the nfl basically will only allow us to give you here's 185 million dollars lamar's like need 200 need 200 yep and then maybe they all right 200 million dollars let's get this deal done bang and then they're out is that potentially happening right now on the side of the practice field in a hallway (laughs) in the cafeteria in baltimore that is awesome to think about aj hawk yeah it is awesome to think about we're this close to the first game for them and I think it was smart by Lamar saying, oh, yeah, there's deadline, you know, probably end of this week. Because also the team knows nothing happens until the deadline, usually when anything is negotiated. So I think they find a way to get it done. I don't know if 180 is the number, though. Do you? No. Imagine Lamar sitting at lunch and then fucking Harbaugh comes sliding in. <laughs> All right. This is what we're thinking. Come on. Hundred. And $87 million guaranteed. Lamar's going to You're going to have to go back to the buffet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then they come back in like 20 minutes later. Come on, you made the deadline. We got like 20 minutes to get this thing done. How about $195 million? Let me go get a refill. Lamar gets up and walks mm-hmm. away. Like, how, what is the dynamic of how it's working? You know? I, I, is it, I would imagine, since he's at the facility all day, wouldn't his mom be doing a lot of that work during the day? And then she maybe briefs him throughout the day when he gets home? But if they're trying to make something happen, happen, and where they're sitting at directly, I guess he's only worried about football is what hard. There's no deadline, though. What if he says they come and they offer him 180 guaranteed, and he's like, nah, I'm good. We go into the season, we say deadline's over, and then they say, hey, guess what? 235 guaranteed. Okay, cool, deal. Week eight, we have it. He's he's been lighting up the league the first seven weeks. So deadlines get deals done. So Lamar saying there's a deadline is like, hey. Let's get this deal it's done. Like the CBA back in the day when we were locked out. It's good business. What he's doing, what he's, uh, what he's asking for is all good business. If an agent was doing these types of things, it would be talked about as great and everything like that. I'm happy for Lamar. I think all of Baltimore Ravens fandom, though, is like, let's lock this dude down. He looks yoked. Yeah, yeah, huge. I'm excited to watch him with a healthy team and a healthy roster this year. Yeah, and if that happens, we're halfway through the season. They're like, hey, we'll give you $230 million. Can you take it kind of as like a slight? Like, oh, you didn't think before the season I was going to be this good, and now I'm this good to the point where... Oh, no, yeah, yeah, $230 million. Yeah. yeah, it takes it either way. Yeah. But, I, I mean, it. if he waited another offseason, the salary cap goes up, and then he can get more than that. A lot of, a lot of ill will can be handled yeah. mm-hmm. pretty quickly whenever, you know... Cam Newton went back to Carolina. Yep. Mm-hmm. Paid him $10 million to play half a season. I, everybody's like, oh, they, they really overpaid him. I was like, no, that was Tepper saying, like, hey, Cam, we would like you to still be a part of our family. You're the most popular player that this franchise has ever had. You still live in the city. We probably fucked this up uh, when I first got here. We would like to make it right with you. Like, money can handle things. Yeah. Imagine Lamar in the open market, though. <sighs> it's just like, ching, 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 ching. The money is just raining down, you know? 
some super rich owner. They can't let him get there. Yeah, he, he's got to know that they're going to tag him. He is the Ravens, what? man. Three years, $111 yeah. million guaranteed. He exactly. has right now. He has 111 at least guaranteed, I think. From this season, first franchise tag, second franchise tag. That number will only go up because new yes. contracts will be up there. So he is looking at a three-year, 111 to 120, whatever it will be, million-dollar contract currently happening, if worse comes to worse. So the offer, if you're a smart business, has to be – Right now, this isn't guaranteed. He's going to have to play through all of this. He's going to have to go earn this. But he is staring at that, and I assume just thinking, this is what my current contract is, counting those two years. So if they give him a deal that is way beyond that, he can probably come to terms with like agreeing to it. But if it's only like 130 million or 140, 150, 160 million, in comparison to zero million, for sure. In comparison to 115 million, though, is that enough to close the gap, not to hit the uh, open market where you could potentially get fucking 300 million? I don't know. All these decisions are happening. And if he negotiates a multi hundred million dollar deal alongside his mom, he deserves a lot of credit in the business world, which I assume nobody will give. Well, and I wonder, too, with the franchise tag, if guys are a little less nervous because what happened with Dak? Like, Dak had one of the most gruesome injuries of all time on the franchise tag, and then he still got paid at the end, so they kind of still know, hey, no matter what, Lamar has to know that they need him. That no matter what happens, he's going to get paid. They do need him. Another team that is, you know, let's assume going to need this guy, Darren Waller in the Oak. Oh, so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. Darren Waller in the Las Vegas Raiders under the Josh McDaniels and GM Dave Ziegler. Dave Ziegler's uh, leadership are close to a deal with superstar tight end Darren Waller, allegedly, via Vincent Bonsignor. FYI, uh, senses Raiders and Darren Waller could be close to punching a new deal over the goal line as early as the end of the week. This was a conversation for the last few months because he's making $6.75 million this year. He's an integral part of their offense. He has been. Devontae Adams pumped to have him alongside of him to maybe open up some defenses, as is Darren to have Devontae Adams there. Derek Carr loves this guy. Seems like all the Raiders love this guy. Uh, They're going to try to get a deal done with him, which is not normal under a new head coach and new GM AJ this would be a big deal I think yeah it would be a big deal but also the new head coach the new GM watched the tape and they're like okay yes we absolutely cannot let this guy get away let's take care of him when you have a tight end like that that can pretty much run like a receiver but he's a big body dude like I mean imagine being Derek Carr and thinking okay with Waller here compared to when he's not here how much safer how much better you might feel and if I'm a defensive coach or I'm playing defense against him like I don't want to face Waller. That guy can do everything. He's still under contract, and he never mentioned holding out or anything like that, but it has been a big combo. They're like, hey, this guy's grossly underpaid and is a massive part of your offense and a massive part of your team. You're paying everybody that isn't a Raider. This guy is a Raider. So maybe let's go ahead and do that. I hope the deal gets done because we're big fans of old Darren Waller. Yeah, extended Renfro too in the offseason, so he really is kind of the last one that hasn't been paid. And, you know, McDaniels more than most knows how much the tight ends can help the offense after what New England did. Yeah, especially, you know, have two of them pretty good. Sure, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But, you know. Yeah, one of them. What are you talking about? One of them was killing people. Whoa. But, hey. We didn't know. I still believe he probably gets out of the next one to this day. Yeah. You thought Jose Baez getting out of the other one? Yeah. And he'd have walked away? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was and At that point, I wasn't like a daily sports show host. I was just guy conversating in training room and other places. Sure, sure. But I, I remember convincing myself, 
oh, this dude's going to be on the Bengals or the Raiders in like two years. Like, I, I remember actually having those convos. Because who, who's going to get about Baez, you said? He's the one who won his second case or whatever. Yeah, he got one conviction already overturned. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was going to go back to bat. And I don't think Baez ever lost anything, it seemed like. Even, even when it was like very obvious. So I think the world would have thought forever that he was guilty. But legally, he wouldn't have been, I think, if with Baez somehow. Who knows what oh, the yeah. fuck he would have somehow yeah. would have got it. Was it, there any, any other suspects, though? Who knows? That they could point to? I think Baez would have figured out a way to – there would have been some protocol that was breached to get yeah. something. and You know what I yeah. mean? There's always yeah. some – Technicality somehow. Yeah. And then I, I remember thinking, like, imagine Hernandez back in the NFL two years from now. That would be crazy. Super Bowl <laughs> champ. And I don't remember if – because we don't have all the um, – we don't have all, I don't have all the info in front of me right now, and I don't remember if I was just saying that just to fucking talk shit or if I truly believed it with all the info coming out. But what if that did take place? What a fucking game changer. Yeah. And instead, he ends up killing himself, and we never you know, get a chance to see that, but it's all signs. Zito, I don't know what your infatuation with this guy is. Honestly, Zito doesn't. Guy could catch yeah. a fucking oh, ball, dude, and cut on a dime. Sad, man. Those oh, calls man. with his mom oh, yeah. from prison were sad. Yes. Felt terrible. Got I love mean, football. Yeah, it didn't really uh, – I mean, you can't kill people, though. I mean, that yeah. is – Mom's saying, don't put that on me. I'm yeah. like, jeez, Mom. Mom was like a bad person. No, yeah. Like well, genuinely bad person. Well, wow. that, that goes back to what I said uh, right. a couple weeks ago where anytime somebody – and I'm not pointing at one situation. I'm just talking in general. I've seen this happen on a lot, plenty of occasion. Everybody's always, oh, this guy and his mom don't get along or whatever. It's like – Okay, when you say the word mom, I think a lot of people immediately think like fairy tale moms, like what a movie mom is like, and a good mom. Hopefully, you have a good mom around. There's some shitbag moms out there. Yeah. Like, believe it or not, there are some. Do not have their kids' best interests in mind at all, and that that exists out there, and it happens in professional athletics. It happens in every genre, but it's always like a thing. Like, oh, this guy. And I'm not saying that about any one particular situation at all. I'm just saying in general. I, I'm happy that we got a platform to basically say to people, like, hey, sometimes, like, family is the problem. Like, and it, money causes big issues. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it is, like, an issue. So uh, it's a wild world we're living in. We're lucky to be here. Uh, SeatGeek is obviously our first ever sponsor mm-hmm. and our longest sponsor. Right now, they're giving 15% off all football tickets. Whoa. Here we go. Wow. Whoa. Yes. SeatGeek is the sponsor of today's show, and we got a special promo for you all. You've heard us talk about SeatGeek's 10% discount from the link in the bio. Of course. That's right. It's still existing, I believe, but in honor of football being back, they gave us a special link that gives you 15% off football tickets, whether you're a first-time buyer or not. Okay. Hey. College, NFL, SeatGeek what? has you completely covered. Just click the link in the dis- uh, description right now, and the 15% off code will be auto-applied to your account. No code needed. Doesn't matter if you've purchased on SeatGeek before. Shout out to SeatGeek. I think they did this last year. Whenever yeah, we were did. getting back uh-huh. in there, fifteen yep. percent off, it was used. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and use it. Tickets are getting expensive. Fifteen percent off all football games. Go out and see your team play. Yeah, what do you come say? on, nothing like it. Go experience something. You're alive, but are you living? Go live and experience something live. Last call of the day. Let's go to Matt in Pittsburgh on a five hour energy phone line. Matt, what's going on, pal? Hey, Pat and the guys. Um, before we get started, Pat, I want to say that your onside kick recovery to yourself is my favorite play in NFL history. But, Thanks, man. That's well. Get the um, NFT. For, for Pat and AJ, um, with things like Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, and maybe Mike Tomlin leaving soon, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, as players, now spectators, do you watch the NFL and actively perceive it as different 
from when you were once playing? Interesting, Matt. I think that question is more for A.J. Hawk. Different league now than when you were playing, you think? Yeah, it was a different league from when I started in 06 to when I got out 10, 11 years later. So, yeah, it always changes, always evolves. It, I don't know. Get the ball in space. Everyone has to run for sure. I don't really see it going back to, like, old school three yards in a cloud of dust type thing, like, full time. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I think a game is always changing. A lot of it is because of the rules. When you can't touch receivers downfield, you can't do anything yet, yeah, it – it makes it tough, for Speaking sure. Speaking of cloud of dust, I don't think anybody's teeth are no, disintegrating no, anymore. No, like whenever no you chance. played, I, I don't mm. think you actually. Uh, a lot of people don't wear mouthpieces. No, yeah. Especially after Dr. Alan Sills, you know, debunked all sure. of that on here. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the era you played in was, oh, my helmet is a weapon, not a protective. You don't think it's like that anymore? No, guardian can't be, helmets can't aren't be. campy. The rules. Well, because the helmets are too light. Yeah, you can't really throw it with force like you used to. <laughs> exactly. So to answer your question, Matt in Pittsburgh, yes, AJ does judge the game differently. Right. You just heard a little piece of it right there when he went a little candid about how light and weak the helmets are now. They're bending around helmets when they're hitting them. Yeah. Back in the day, those those things aren't bending. No, no, no. no, no, no. That thing is a rock no, yeah. being thrown around there. And that's how, that's how it viewed differently. I think the thing for me – as a spectator, is like, I love the game so much more now than when I was playing in it. Not that I wasn't an NFL fan. Me too. But now it is much more like I can't fucking wait for tonight. Like I can't. Yeah. When I was, I pay it, way more attention now than I, I only watched whoever I was playing when I played. I don't. I didn't care nearly as much about anything else. Like now, I like it all. I watch it all and I want to see it all. And I'm. I try to like figure out. Okay, what are they doing? What's this guy doing? How is it different from when I played? Yeah, I love it. I I, yeah. I love it. I think a lot of ex players are finding that they're going to love it as well. There's always that period. Not always. I guess Whitworth is an experiencing, and he went out on top of the Super Bowl. But guys, you know, retiring, normally it's not their call. Normally they're forced into retirement. They're told, hey, you're not good enough anymore. They get cut, whatever the case is. And this sport that they've loved their entire life and dedicated their entire life to uh, told them no for the first time. Guys get jaded. Guys get jaded. Yeah. They turn against the league. They kind of, Guys disappear, too. It's hard to get a hold of some guys. I think mentally mm -hmm. it's tough. And then after a couple years almost, it's like they start kind of finding their way back and start enjoying it. Now with modern media, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. It's good. Everything is good. And everything is turning up, you know, green arrow into quadrant one for the NFL yeah. and its ex players, which I'm fucking very pumped about. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the greatest sport in the world. I understand, like, yep. the whole fo soccer, football aspect, but there is nothing like football. There's no sport, I think, that you know, decides what somebody feels for in a certain period of days and then can be flipped to the complete opposite side of the spectrum where, you know, you're on top of the road when your team wins. It's yeah. the best. It is. Let's enjoy Every game matters. Every yeah. single yeah. play, there's so much on the line. That's why it's awesome. Yeah. Let's enjoy the hell out of tonight, huh? Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be awesome. Are you kidding me? Hey, let's hit this parlay up. Yep. What do oh, we yeah. say? Start it hot. Let's start hot. Come on, boys. Pause. Both sides. Let's, let's score a ton of points tonight. Yeah. 51 to 50 Rams. About to announce a uh, – yeah. that'd be sweet, whatever the case. Um, we're about to announce a, uh, a merch giveaway, and also I think we're giving away, what, an Oculus? What was the thing? Oh, really? So Ooh. one person? The, I think, yeah. One? I think it was an Oculus. An Oculus, yeah. I believe. I think it was an Oculus. So we're going to give away merch and an Oculus uh, on a giveaway on our Twitter account, at Pat McAfee Show. That'll probably be announced here in the next 10, 15 minutes leading up to kickoff. Um, fucking NFL football is back. We did it. Are we doing a Twitter Spaces for the game? So you won't show up. So stop yeah. fucking yeah. Fuck you. Go to hell. Yeah. Big thanks well, to you. You sold it so well. I should. 
right. sounded amazing. Go to hell. Yeah, these are things that you do. You sacrifice for your team. I would have loved to do it if you told me when it was before oh, three hours. You before. knew. Right. You knew. Way to go. Yeah, that's what this show does. Okay. By the way, I'll be live. At, uh, I think I'll be live from Austin, Texas tomorrow. From- oh, hell yeah. I think, I'll, I think I'll be at the game day. I'll be on, I don't know. It's the first week. Things Bring are McConaughey with you. All right. All Perhaps. right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. I can't wait to overreact to whatever happens tonight. I think I'll be on a, I don't know. Zito's in a, am I on the, I think I'm going to be on a. <laughs> built by Home Depot? I think I'm going to be on a big stage built by Home Depot. Yeah. I think I'm going to have one microphone right in front of me, and I'm going to be all by myself. <laughs> Let's yes. go. And I think that is how I will be splitting the screen tomorrow. Yeah. I can't wait to see what this grows into. Mm-hmm. The people at Game Day have been very nice. They're like, hey, if you want to potentially, you know, start. I'm like, maybe. Yeah, that'd be electrifying. We start doing the show from there. They're all amazing to work with, too. All very, very nice. Yeah, and it was. Nice. AJ, it's fun telling them because. You know, these professionals have been around a very long time, and they take a lot of pride in their work, obviously, and having everything perfect. This morning, we're on a Zoom call with them, and they're great people, fucking great people, hardworking people on this crew, college game day crew, something. Like, uh, we want to do a test run so we can make sure it's good and everything like that. And I had to pop my head and be like, hey, listen, if it's not, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, yeah. disrespect how good you are at your jobs, but the the connection today is not going to be the same as the connection tomorrow. And if yeah. we freeze up a couple times down there while I'm in the middle of yelling on a stage, it's okay. Yeah. Like, we will yeah. survive. If you have other stuff to worry about, please do not worry about us. Uh, but they all want to make it work. And they all want it to be a thing. So maybe, awesome. that, maybe yeah. that'll be a thing this year. That'll uh, be yeah. sweet if it's that's cool. the case. Tomorrow is just going to be me yelling into a, sta- into a microphone on a big stage. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I mean either way, it'll be it'll be entertaining. We're gonna go bananas after tonight's game. We got a merch giveaway coming uh, at Pat McAfee Show on Twitter in like ten minutes. Hammer Don going through all the props and plays for this mm-hmm. evening. Let's win money tonight. Let's have fun tonight. Let's enjoy this. We can't thank you enough for being on this, you know, ride alongside of us. It's been 207 days since football has taken place in the NFL. Tonight, that all changes. For the next five months, we got one thing on our mind and one thing alone, and that's football. Hell yeah. Let's go. See you guys tomorrow. Goodbye, AJ. You had a great show today, AJ. Goodbye, Pat. You too. You had a great show. Hey, let's take let's take 2039. Hell yeah. Let's take 20 hours and 39 minutes, all right? All right. All right. Let's take 20 20 hours. Goodbye. Let's fucking go.